0: All right, boys and girls, thanks for joining us for another episode of the Bulls McLean Hour. I'm going to make introductions brief today as I uh, have a long one. I talked to my buddy Max. Max used to drink with me at the local dive bar, CBGB's, and uh, we would talk smack and punish our friends and girlfriends with our overly indulgent conversations about James Bond movies. And today, we decided to punish my audience with the same thing. Be sure to keep those cards and letters coming. It's Radio at gmail.com or you can go to my Anchor account and leave me a message on on my voice app or something however the hell that works I don't know you figure it out or you could just send me uh, death threats to my uh, to my Facebook we do that too so without any further ado look up look down look out I was gonna go with our fifth fourth third you know second first Sounds good.
1: Yeah, that's that's exactly how I've uh, how I've done it.
0: All right, of course. What would you you start would you, would you want to start what's your fifth least favorite Bond?
1: It would be View to a Kill.
0: Okay. Okay. What's wrong with View to a Kill? I thought everyone likes that one.
1: So the story in and of itself is actually relatively decent um you know the the kind of idea that you know uh a nazi eugenics kid mm-hmm. you know wants to destroy silicon valley okay i mean it's a it's a good idea uh I, I like the story uh christopher walken is a great baddie uh grace jones is a great sidekick baddie for me the thing that kills it is roger is just too old too
0: old too I mean, flabby. he
1: is <laughs> he is he is about, I think he was sixty. He's fifty-eight. Uh, filming.
0: I believe he's fifty-eight, or maybe fifty-eight. Turned, okay, 59. so
1: almost sixty. And there's a yeah. really embarrassing scene where he, where he and Mayday, by oh. Grace Jones, are doing some sort of athletic, yeah. physical kind of uh, sex scene, and it is embarrassing. It's for me that I can't take the. Entire film seriously no because roger roger for all his greatness just looks too old he looks too uncomfortable uh you feel sorry uh,
0: you don't know who feel more sorry for i mean really grace jones because because you because you know like roger moore you know there's there's no chemistry there's no way she's interested in that guy you know
1: she's not interested in a 58 year old upper middle class white guy from england
0: (laughs) Even Tanya yeah. Roberts would just have to be, like, staring at her watch, you know, uh, just looking at his bank account for, for her to go through with it.
1: I mean, that's the other thing as well. And it's it's something that annoys me in uh, uh, The World Is Not Enough as well. Uh, and it's the fact that you have, i got to be careful how I put this, very obviously cast... Inverted comma, bimbo type actresses that are mm-hmm. playing these incredibly intelligent, mm-hmm. sophisticated doctors and professors of geology, oh, for yeah. instance, in, in, in Tanya Roberts or uh, what, nuclear physics, <laughs> um, in the taste of Denise oh, Roberts in uh,
0: Christmas Jones. In the World is Not
1: Enough. And uh, yeah, and, and that's also just, it's just daft. And it's directed by John Glenn, who I do believe is the worst direct, well, along with Lee Tamahori, the worst director of Bond films. Sure,
0: we'll give it to Lee Tamahari. <laughs> of, course. <laughs> of course. I mean, he's got to come
1: in at number he's, one.
0: Yeah,
1: uh, But, you know, John Glenn was an editor, he wasn't a director, and he was promoted nope. uh, for Your Eyes Only to come and direct, and you can tell. To his
0: credit, was- though, I do believe he directed the opening um, aerial photography scene of Moonraker. You know, oh, okay. Devised right, he did. A, a helmet camera with a plastic um, Panavision lens that they found in a store, they made a camera to put on someone's head, so they could shoot in cinema, not like video, not with a GoPro, the size of a of a, of a pack of fags, as they would say these days. They <laughs> shot with a, a, a huge apparatus on someone's head, like maybe forty or sixty trips up and down to get these uh, photographs. But uh, John Glenn, that's kind of his. Um, that was his transition. He he directed that opening scene, which is amazing. So he was
1: what the second the second unit director or something.
0: Second unit director, and uh, he was an editor, and and so he I guess he he was somehow responsible for that scene. I, I don't think he jumped out of the plane and held the camera, but that scene's pretty so, incredible. Maybe that's that seems pretty <laughs> incredible though. That opening Moonraker stuff is uh, phenomenal.
1: It it is and Moonraker. I actually like a lot. You know the the UA uh, response to uh, Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people hate Moonraker. I like it. Uh, because it was t- attempting to do uh, very much the zeitgeist of the late 70s. You know, the, the sort of let's do a Bond does Star Wars type thing. Right. Um, but but uh, John Goon's directing as a whole was really loose and flabby.
0: Mm-hmm. He
1: didn't really tighten up until the Tim Dalton films. And then the yep. Tim Dalton films are good. He's good in the Tim Dalton films.
0: He is. But, but
1: he does. Uh, in my top five, he directs two Mm. Uh, two of the the top five worst Bond films, wow. uh, and maybe that maybe he couldn't work with Roger. I don't know. Maybe uh, maybe Tim get, lent him a seriousness that allowed him to tighten up his directing. Maybe in, uh, Tim kissed
0: his days. ass that allowed him to feel more confident than he would have with with Roger, perhaps.
1: Yeah, I
0: don't know. I mean, I, yeah. yeah, exactly. I think Fear is only pretty solid, but I don't know.
1: Well, one good thing about well, this is the thing of you to a kill the guy's cast are great so right chris Walken, gray although that was originally offered to bowie apparently david yeah. bowie and he refused it yeah uh uh grace uh grace jones is great apparently it is, and it's also dolph longgren's debut in that's a true film,
0: that's true very briefly uh, I think you
1: gotta, <laughs> you gotta I, give it to I, that I, no that. i think you
0: blink though it, it's literally he's it's like a quick fight scene at the horse character Yeah, he's in and
1: out. He's in and out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not. It's not I, a serious role. I
0: think because I watched it with Steph, and I go, oh, here, here, watch this, and I like. We had to like, like, oh shit, we missed it. I had to like re rewind <laughs> and pause it. You know who that is? I don't know. And after four times, like, all right, well, it's Drago from Rocky. IV, exactly. So.
1: It's it's substandard Jean Claude Van Damme. <laughs> exactly. I instance,
0: know exactly. Yes. <laughs>
1: So I've got View to a Kill at Five. What have you got at Five?
0: Well, Five, it's it's uh, still... That's the one I was like, blank. I'm like, I'm going to have to wing it because I can't, I can't quite... Uh, should I say it's Because I was close to just saying every Pierce Brosnan movie and then my number <laughs> one. I guess Five, uh, do not like Spy Who Loved Me, which is a fan favorite because of all the gloss. Yes. And it's got the sort of a solid villain plot you know you got the he's basically and
1: it's got one of the best theme tunes of all does have
0: (laughs) one of the best theme tunes i love i love me some uh nobody does it better makes me feel sad for the rest of the um exactly the the chorus line of uh of of guys singing it um here's the deal with spy oh Plus the Union Jack at the beginning. Come on. Correct. Bond's going to
1: die. He's going to die. No, solid, No, it's a Union Jack Solid uh, opening.
0: Solid <laughs> opening. You're right. Probably one of the best openings. Best gadgets. Uh, great Bond girl. Huge chemistry. Huge props to uh, um, Ringo's
1: uh, B- Ringo Starr's wife, Barbara Bach.
0: Ringo Starr's once She married a beetle. She does, She's like,
1: look, she does look like Mogwai from Gremlins, though.
0: Well, you know, who'd, who'd, <laughs> I wanted to fuck that, too. So, uh, uh, But I think uh, a big, a big uh, liability of Spyolemi is it is tremendously boring. After that parachute scene, it's begrudgingly, it's it's so fucking boring. It just takes forever. And it's so top-heavy on that. It is long. Ugh, but so it long.
1: introduces Jaws. It has the great Egyptian weird scene where there's some sort of theater out in the desert. Uh, to crazy, kind of odds early 70s music.
0: Uh, well, th- yeah, th- that music has. I tell you what, it's not. It's, it's, um, that's the Bond movies where they started using theme music from other movies. So mm-hmm. it's like, it's like Lawrence of Arabia music is used in that. Because yeah.
1: So sort of Yeah. Uh, but it does have, I think, if you were to rank Rogers best dismissive and in. 2021 let's face it sexist or misogynistic lines yes. it is when barbara bark is trying to put the van in gear uh, because they've been attacked by jaws and she's crunching the gears and roger just raises an eyebrow and looks at barbara bark and says can it play any other tunes <laughs> <laughs> uh Classic uh-huh. line, but of course, these days, perhaps we, you know, perhaps not very PC or whatever. Do you, do you but... th-
0: really think that's PC? Because he's basically saying, you know, can can we get a a man to drive this car instead? So you think it's a <laughs> is that is that a yeah. jab at women drivers?
1: It's... Yeah, there's a theme in in Roger's movies where he makes comments or strange facial maneuvers towards women that are driving cars. It happens in For Your Eyes For Only, eyes only big as well. Time.
0: Yeah. Does he, does he, I can't, he, he's the one that drives the uh, yellow car, right? In Free Eyes Only?
1: He's driving a crappy yellow Renault or Citroen, some C- French Citron, car. Is, I think Citron. a CD5. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and uh, car- Carol uh, Bouquet uh, is driving the, uh, no, no, she's in the passenger seat. Anyway, he does some silly He does say, he
0: does say, thing. let me drive. You're not good enough. Let me drive. Because he blows up his car, right? So he yeah. does he does make sexist remarks I'm trying there's gotta be worse than that throughout but maybe not um in Spy Lummy I think Spy Lummy takes its time there's a comedian I love he he had said something like oh uh I, I love how they have to set up. Uh, M's office in the middle of the Egyptian ruins. I got to talk to Bond for nine minutes. I need my entire <laughs> office moved. <laughs> okay, uh, is it, we're done with that. Everyone, in, uh, move, every, everyone move everything. All right, we got Bond the here.
1: Same in, uh, they do the same in the Golden Gun. I mean, there must have sure. been a directive. In but the that British office could sure.
0: always be there inside that boat. That's like a, that's like a hidden base, <laughs> that boat that's topped, uh, crooked, whatever it's called. Yeah. Um, that ship that's bombed, and that's in, that's in like a base. Kowloon Bay, Hong Kong, absolutely yeah. no reason for M's office to be there. We've got to move. All right, we've got to move the desk, the th- everything here.
1: Oh, that's it. I mean, you did not want to work in the logistics department of the Foreign Office in mm-hmm. the early seventies because the amount of. <laughs> It was like it was like it was like arranging world tours for the Beatles or the Stones or something. I mean, they, they had to get experienced tour managers in to set up 7 minutes set offices. up 7
0: minutes. and I guess I, I guess I'm not a huge um jaws fan. I think he's a little uh, over the top. Also yeah. the gag um the gag uh, of him being uh magnetized on that lowered magnet is mm-hmm. stolen from a 60s Dean Martin spy movie called uh, Murderer's Row. Had you ever seen uh-huh. that? Murders Row. You probably haven't. Dean Martin did a James Bond spoof. He did four movies in three years. Wow! Two of them came out the same year, and it's a fifty-two-year-old Dean Martin wearing a turtleneck and a uh, you know a blazer, looking like he couldn't be bothered solving the world's problems as a spy and one very of them similar
1: to Roger i would say that it's very
0: much the they take a lot of stuff for the for the Austin Powers they take a lot of stuff right out of those movies too but mainly he had a villain who had a, a metal plate on his head and um, they did that same magnet bit where he got stuck onto the, his plate got stuck on so points yeah. off for them stealing from a uh, a Dean Martin spy movie that's not the first time. Actually yeah, yeah. Dean Martin also Definitely. came Dean Martin came out with the the cigarette that launched a little bullet out of it too before uh You Only Live Twice.
1: Well, why wasn't Dean Martin considered uh to play Bond then? I mean clearly he's uh he's got he's I got caliber. Think, I think I
0: think he got it he he's not a guy that's into doing two takes. So oh, I, I see. you know, he's just he's just kinda just sleepwalking. <laughs> drink, he's drink walking through this part. Yeah, um, that makes sense. So, Spy o Love Me, not a huge fan. I think it, I think it drags. I obviously a lot of, um, it has so much of the touchstones. It was a one that kids liked. Is as a kid, I wanted to like it more, but that whole top heavy dragging part, um, always just set me off, and it still does this day. I saw it this year, been watching him with uh, my girlfriend, been going in order. We had to come to a stopping point because we're not going to buy them. So we had to come to a stopping point because uh, Die Another Day isn't free on anything right now.
1: (laughs) They force people to buy. That's right. You have to buy the worst Bond movie ever made. Jesus. I mean, yeah, no spoilers, uh, you know, really, but come on. That's. If that isn't one of uh, of our worst Bond movies, if either one of us doesn't pick that, there's probably going to be a problem. Somewhere, you know, well, I die do. another day. That
0: means. Yeah, and of course. Why can you
1: buy die another day? Jeez.
0: Yeah, and it's funny because they're they're says that Sometimes they're all available. Sometimes only x amount are available. Um, we had to skip over uh, Never So Never Again because that wasn't available so
1: well that's fine that's not an official united <laughs> artists release it's not part of the canon there's not a problem there <laughs> it,
0: it is it is it's more important so uh more important than the other movie that came out that year that's for sure so which we've always disagreed uh, on is that
1: uh, absolutely it, you it, know Octopusy is, is a fine addition to woo. the pantheon
0: <laughs> well we'll wait on that one now what, what do you got for your number four
1: so just to reiterate, so your five is uh, The Spy You Love Spiled Me and me. my five is uh, View to a Kill. Okay.
0: you to Kill. So number
1: four, actually, for me, is a Connery movie. It's Diamonds of Forever.
0: Well, I knew that had to be your least favorite. Unless you're going to say Never said ever Again by default. But I knew it had to be. I mean, that is the worst Connery. And that's nuts. Yes. I consider it the first Roger Moore James Bond that happens to star Sean Connery.
1: Yeah, well, he was. I mean, this was just about the time where Roger was taking over, and they were kind of stuck in a limbo. And they brought Sean back.
0: They, I think yeah. there was
1: contractual issues with the scene or something for Roger. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is mm-hmm. Guy Hamilton who directed Goldfinger, but um, and and then did quite and, a lot of, I think, some of the good seventies ones like Living at the Well. He directed
0: you know? the one after he and he set up that goofy tone, not in Goldfinger, and he set it up in Diamonds Are Forever. The the yeah, of,
1: Mr. Winter, Mr. Kidd and all the sort of the all comedy. All the silliness
0: that came to, with the Moors all started with that one, you know. You'll, well, all, I mean
1: even the the premise is ludicrous, this kind of pursual of fake Blofelds, mm-hmm. I mean, it's just <laughs> it's just ludicrous. That's true. And so also, I mean, how short, you know, how short do they did, did 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 they think uh, the memories of the uh the, the audience were because Charles Gray played an ally in uh, if um, a new, in a Bond movie only you know, four or five years previous, and then he's playing Blofeld in Diamonds of Forever, well, uh, which made no sense.
0: Well, now they do. Um, they they do reuse people. They had that girl. I guess no one can tell the girls apart, but um, <laughs> there the, the one of the catfight girls, Martina Bestwick, well,
1: so, in Diamonds of Forever.
0: Oh, no. Martina Bestwick is one of the catfight girls from For Much With Love. And then she's um, Bond's helper in uh, uh, Thunderball.
1: Okay. I mean, okay. So they a slightly minor character. Maybe they're allowed to do it. But to make an ally in Mm -hmm. uh, You Only Live Twice... I think Charles Grey. Uh, yeah, I'm not was, sure. Was, and then yeah. and then Blofeld. Only about five years later, Diamonds of Forever. That's just, to me. That's just lazy, lazy casting. Uh, you know. I think.
0: Um, however, uh, they, they 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 I mean, they make that sin more than once in the series. Because you know, you can go down. <laughs> they do. Down um.
1: The, the 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 um.
0: Whitaker. <laughs>
1: the the, the body and for your eyes only. Uh. Don Baker. Don Baker. What's he called? Uh, he's also a pal or an ally in a later Bond movie too. So they do that. Yeah, you're right. They do that more than three times. I
0: think it's George Baker. Is that who you're talking about, George Baker? No, no, no. So this. Oh, you're talking about it, Joe a, a, Don Baker. You're talking Joe about Don, Joe Don Baker. Baker.
1: He's a crazy bastard general in *For Your Eyes Only*. No, he's a crazy bastard Goldeneye, general
0: in uh, *License* in uh, *Living Daylights*.
1: That's right. Living Daylight. Sorry. And then he's in Whitaker. GoldenEye, yeah. he is the pal. He is the, 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 the ally for Piers Brosnan. It goes. Stupid Another CIA stiff agent. ass Brit with your goddamn passwords and that. Fuck
0: him. And it's like, why are we not having. Why is this not um, Felix Leiter? <laughs> yeah. And yes. I was pissed because I was like, dude, we just that's saw him And right. That's when it does resonate. He's, he's already like a known name. I'm like, he was just the villain two movies ago. Of course, with that leap, that was seven years ago
1: <laughs> yeah because it's, it's the weird. biggest
0: gap between uh bonds until now was uh was licensed to kill in uh goldeneye yeah and six it's six years. years
1: and it's now six years since specter it's yeah.
0: more yeah. more since expect i think Spectre's gonna be it's gonna be a lot more it looks like
1: seven maybe mm-hmm.
0: um uh, so the, the but the
1: one there's maybe one or two there's only two pluses for diamonds are forever so i mean it looks flabby Sean Connery looks flabby. It's got that really flabby early seventies look, where it's yep. a bit of the hangover from the late sixties. Yep. It just doesn't look right. Sean doesn't really look like he gives a shit. No, it just It, it just. It, is, uh, however, Lana Wood as Plenty O'Toole is a supreme highlight. Obviously, is.
0: I've met her, yeah. and
1: one of the best lines ever. Why well, I'm Plenty? Of course you are. <laughs> Not you know, to your uh... father
0: after, I presume? <laughs> but of course you are. But Plenty of course you kids. are. Yeah. Named after my father. I don't know what that means as a child nor as an adult. <laughs> Named after your father. What? what? Yeah. I, I never understood yeah, that. makes, that
1: makes no sense. That makes no sense. And I then, know. of course, Crispin Glover's dad, at least, is uh, Mr. Wynn, He's right? D- so. Yeah. A very very
0: socially con- conscious for today's today's day and age. The, uh, the handling of homosexuality in those movies. <laughs> 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 Doesn't age a day. Doesn't age a day. No. No. So yeah. So your
1: number four then? What's your number four? Let's
0: see what we got. All right, my number four is very unpopular because we, it's um, it's a Daniel Craig one. It's uh, Skyfall.
1: Yeah, I can see why that would be unpopular. I would say <laughs> that is the second strongest Daniel Craig.
0: That's what they say, and believe you me, yeah. I belong in James Bond groups and my Facebook page. And no one understands why anyone would say anything bad about Skyfall, but I think Skyfall is a pretty bad one, just because it has all that stuff where you really just gotta let it, you know, like uh, you know, there's like a, a train chase scene. He chases him, he catches up to him, and then he. It blows. is
1: actually a really unreal. As a Londoner, uh, it is a really unrealistic portrayal of the London Underground. I, w- I would give, I'd give you that.
0: <laughs> really. Yeah, it just
1: looks a little bit Hollywood and a bit hammy, and the trains aren't quite right, and the police aren't quite right, you know, that kind of thing.
0: So they really don't – do you think they – they must have shot that on Pinewood. Is that like all a Pinewood stage and they don't shoot it? Oh, yeah,
1: 100%. Yeah, it was all. shot. They didn't
0: even bother to fucking shoot on location. No, 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 no. (laughs) <laughs> That's not even my beef. I, I'm, they look great to me. They look exactly the way they should look to me. I, I there isn't like been...
1: a mass transit beef here that you
0: <laughs> the, the beef I have is the wild goose chase that he gets Bond. He's running from Bond. He certainly doesn't want Bond to catch to catch up to him. He gets away, and then he he basically makes it where he does Bond finally does catch up by the grace of God on this chase. And it's right when he's able to blow up a train to fall on Bond, and it still doesn't work. You know what I mean? Just that that whole ability to um, pre-plan, as if, as if it was planned, and it and it wasn't. I guess mm-hmm. if you look at it yeah. that way. It's just too much like, oh, we, we got an excuse for an action scene. Don't worry. They'll probably break it down, analyze it later, and realize how stupid it is. Uh, that doesn't matter now. And I, I hate that villain. I think he's way... I think he's obviously... Whenever they have blonde villains in in the uh, the I don't know they're just a little too much. I I just didn't I didn't they're buy a over the top. Yeah. yeah, now that's the one where they blow up MI6, right?
1: It is indeed, yeah.
0: They blow up MI6, which uh, I assume didn't actually happen in reality, right? They it, 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 <laughs> same building they have all our spies. Yeah, no, they,
1: they cordoned off MI6 for a day or two and said, you know, we're filming here, and then they blew it up, and you know. Do you was, think they uh, just
0: then... um, had a model that they had fireballs coming out of? Or do you think they had a few fake fireballs coming out of the actual building that was completely supervised by the British Her Majesty's government? Or
1: Yeah, good question. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, they CGI that
0: shit. They just CGI that shit. <laughs> what? <laughs> CGI? Please. In a Bond movie? Uh,
1: I mean, pre, pre-Lee Tamahori, I would have said, Bond never does CGI. But then <laughs> Lee Tamahori, that asshole, he, he started the whole CGI fucking Bond uh, thing.
0: Amazing right when CGI came out, too. <laughs> As if it's just him. As if they could have done it for 20 years before. No, and... Along uh,
1: came a spider, now along came a CGI director. Lazy. lazy. Now,
0: also, I really hate that whole... I guess Bond, um, that's when we've talked about how... That's when it shows Bond's childhood home, where um, Uh Albert Finney is the caretaker, and for some reason is still there. Now, when I was a kid... (laughs) I didn't understand... uh, So he was a rich kid. It's always made out in the earlier um, books that he's some uh, orphaned fucking, you know, property of the state, you know? He didn't Mm -hmm. have parents. I'd assume they would have sold that Beautiful land. I don't know why Albert Finney would be hanging around there, waiting for his <laughs> where, parents to come back. Home. Where
1: else would Albert Finney just kind of hide for twenty-five years? You know, <laughs> it's clear hey, that he's just been spending the last. He doesn't three have the kind of money hiding to, behind cupboards and wardrobes, he and he can't
0: you know? afford that property. He can't. It's like, sorry, move on, buddy. the The state owns this property. I don't know how it works in England. I assume if the people die, somehow the state inherits it, and they can sell it and break it up and turn it into condominiums whatever they're gonna fucking do with that fucking thing it's like a big castle and it yeah it's entirely home.
1: entirely a studio recreation there, there's no uh there was no building in reality
0: so all, everything that's inside is created uh on a soundstage it,
1: it, and the exterior there was no exterior that wasn't oh a, i think that was entirely created at pinewood studios it, it wasn't a real Building. Well, it's supposed to be in the Ranach Moor in Scotland, which is a uh, sort of barren, featureless, oh,
0: correct, very was, atmospheric
1: moor right. uh, where they certainly don't have grand old castles just sort of sitting there as private residences. You know, as private residences,
0: kind of and in this case, more or less abandoned private residences.
1: Right, exactly. Yeah. So the whole thing is uh, is is
0: uh, it would have been a, a commandeered recreation. by the government as a tourist attraction or a bed and breakfast or just dis- demolished. <laughs> And then, all right, fine, it's Bond's home. Um, when did Bond grow up? The 30s? There's not a single thing in there that's like, like, oh, a telephone from 86 or something like that. You know, he's yeah, only, yeah, yeah. what is he, like 30? What is he? He's like 40-ish by this point. Uh, he grew up in the I mean, 80s. Not,
1: though, to be fair, in defense, if anyone... Is really trying to run some sort of realistic chronology of Bond's life. I mean, it's impossible, certainly by 2012 when Skyfall was released.
0: Oh, so that was because the in reality. House that Sean in reality Connery Bond grew.
1: would be 80 years old. You know, <laughs> so
0: that you go with that. Like this, this Bond also uh, encountered Goldfinger, and uh... I, I suppose we've got to consider
1: that all the uh, all the Bond movies are kind of like escapades in the career of bond i suppose otherwise you'd go crazy trying to figure out all this like weird historical stuff well,
0: almost until, i mean you really got to say up until brosnan because obviously brosnan
1: because you but you hate brosnan you oh. absolutely hate brosnan
0: with, with good reason <laughs> with good reason
1: backseat driver i mean why why oh, do you why i
0: saw boy
1: tell me why you hate brosnan so much
0: well, primarily, I hate the movies. And I. Um, but they're they're all terrible movies. I It's funny because I did
1: not No, 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 Whoa, 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 GoldenEye yeah. actually is a great movie.
0: No, it's not a great movie. It's not a great movie.
1: Martin Campbell is a genius. He resurrected Bond for the Get- 90s, and he resurrected Bond for the. 2000s, I hate to say noughties because that's such a shit term. But with Casino Royale, he resurrected it then. Pro- props uh, for Casino Golden- Royale. GoldenEye. None
0: for GoldenEye. You know what's funny? I um,
1: GoldenEye is a great Bond film.
0: No, it's not. It's terrible. It, it's got a premise that okay. doesn't, it, 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 right from the get-go, you're like, oh, why wouldn't they just shoot him there? So they're going to set it up. So he sees Alec Trebek. Is, what's his name? Alex Trebek? Alex Trevion? Or with it uh, Avion? Alec
1: Trevelyan. Trevelyan. Trevelyan.
0: It sounds like Alex Trebek, which bugged me. So I saw GoldenEye. It's not even on my list. It, sh- I sh- it should be honorable mention, dishonorable mention. Absolutely not. All right. Uh, I was watching with the girlfriend. Hadn't seen I hadn't seen GoldenEye in a long time because I never watched the Brosnans ever. And she wants to go through <laughs> all of them in order, and we did. And uh, one slug in the beginning of GoldenEye that I didn't remember... And I, I yelled out loud, nine years later? <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about?
1: No. Okay. No, explain. Exactly.
0: There, there's no reason for this. All right. So, all the shit with Alex uh, Trebek, tri- 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 I'm just going to call him out. It's tri- 006, 006. So. 006, um, Sean Bean. All the thing where he shoots him in the face, the bad guy shoots him in the face. It's blanks, I guess. He's got a scar. Uh, and all that, I guess. This is head... on
1: the pre-credit sequence in the uh, cor- in, in, cor- cor- correct general sequence where he drives
0: record. again. No spy Lummy here. He drives a motorcycle over a cliff, catches up to the plane, pulls up on the rudder, and is able to clear everything. That and that, and I was just like, cussing out loud in the theater watching this when it first. But came is out. it?
1: But but Bowles Bowles Bowles. Is this not the magic of Bond?
0: No, nope. where it's the magic. <laughs> nope. It's not.
1: I mean, it, it, it is essentially a comic, isn't it? Come on. I, mean, that's, that's, I suppose there's all different schools of thoughts on Bond. Mine is not to me. You go to watch Bond and enjoy Bond because you you basically it's a willing suspension of disbelief.
0: Not that Not that much. Too much. Not that Too
1: much. much. <laughs>
0: and by that by that logic, then you've got no problems with Die Another Day that but
1: if you if, if, no if, but uh, but you just said not that much <laughs> yeah not that much <laughs> well you
0: cross the line with goldeneye and then you don't have a line that's too far and that's why we have a die another day after goldeneye, goldeneye is a solid
1: movie well directed uh with great characters uh Dying of the day is just awful. Well, Poorly directed, weak, over reliance on CGI, no storyline, no script. Madonna's in the movie. Uh, 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 Bond has been in prison for fourteen months. Pro- Are you serious? Bond's in prison. He's got a big old white beard. No. Yes. Anyway, um, I don't. Again, wanna, I don't want to. I don't no, want to exhaust my my, my, my victory.
0: <laughs> all right. Well, let me let me exhaust this. When you say fourteen months, as if that's unrealistic, because you obviously don't remember. In Goldeneye, all the shit that happens at the beginning with the airplane and the pre-credit sequence, right? We come back out of the song, Tina Turner's song, and the placard on the screen says, and this is when he's driving around with that girl and runs into the villainous for no apparent reason, it says, nine years later.
1: Does it really say it nine do- years It says later? nine years
0: later, and I'm like, What? How did I not remember this? And why is this here? Why does it say nine years later? There's no reason why that shit has to take place nine years later. I was like, okay, so that means this takes place before living daylights. (laughs) That's how I look at it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you have a point. And and, and while you say 14 Uh. months, quite believable compared to nine years later, no one is aged a day. He's got his rubbing to steel haircut. (laughs) Alex Trebek has a little bit more rubber on his face because of where the, the blanks hit him. Um, yeah. You know, and that whole scene is all there for show. They, they, should just, yeah, killed, they could have, they could have killed Bond right there. They the just could have killed secretary. Bond right there and that had been everything. <laughs> nope, we're going to go through the charade and it doesn't make sense. He, he drives, the plane flies over, he, he flies a helicopter uh, motorcycle. So not even on my list, Goldeneye, but Goldeneye is on my list forever. But I did yell out loud nine years later when I saw it and, and, uh, I was like, "There's no reason for that." Again, they don't. But they
1: don't... it does have the finest incidental music on any one movie by Eric Senna, the French composer.
0: Please say you're talking uh, about like when the the cars are.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, and it goes.
1: It's like really odd synth kind of nineties music.
0: Yeah, no, one, no one likes that either. <laughs> people, people hate that too. That's that's on the list. <gasps>
1: That, it... is that on a hate list is it yeah the, the music of is that eric guy a senna? friend of
0: yours why are you promoting it do you think it's that good
1: <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a fan of eric senna i have to admit <laughs> that
0: explains uh, that anyway so uh,
1: I've, uh, so number your number four was sky get to that? I
0: Skyfall. Skyfall.
1: okay i i hate um well i don't hate is too strong a word especially in 2021 mm-hmm. there's too much hate going around i dislike the music of adele so i didn't like the theme tune mm-hmm but I no, I I I disagree with you. Skyfall I think is a solid entry. However, there is one huge criticism. like there's, there's one scene where the uh, the cinematography is great, and they find that deserted sure. island in the middle of the China Sea. It's very epic, kind of in real life, this sort of deserted nuclear town that was on an island or something. Right. And it's very atmospheric. But in it, uh, Javier Bardem has like uh, all the servers in the world, uh, uh, you know, controlling. Internet things, yeah. And I was what uh, I I remember speaking uh, to Skyfall about Skyfall with a friend who was into computers, and I think one of their huge criticisms was the amount of heat that would have been generated from all those stuffers. Good. It would have meant that it would have been entirely untenable for them to be sitting only six feet away when they're doing that transaction. They'd have been sweating profusely because of the that's heat that would have been generated. Great observation.
0: Them. That's a good, that's another <laughs> bullet point for reasons to that hate it. it.
1: It's going down. It is going down. But to me, it's it's yeah. like,
0: how come that home doesn't have like, you know, an Etch-A-Sketch or a light bright or some kind of, telephone or a TV from 1989 you know his his childhood home looks like he it's grew up,
1: as a museum for 30 looks years, like basically.
0: he grew up in the 30s you know i i don't <laughs> even think it had a toaster you know then, a to- so, so so not, not even then. a microwave oven or a toaster oven in the corner you know
1: well, is that not proof then that they are trying to maintain the idea that these are just all
0: oh, it's the same guy
1: escapades sure. or like missions of a guy that is still the '60s? He
0: obviously yeah. fought in World War II and needed work after World <laughs> War II, and got a job yeah. with MI6 in his uh, mid 30s. Yeah, yeah. I would I would
1: say the weakest knowledge of my Bond is the very early mid
0: '60s. Wow it's one of my uh, strongest. I know I know by Yeah, it's
1: just perhaps why we compliment mm-hmm. each other at CBGB when we're just talking shit. For, exactly. <laughs> for two <hours>. Talking smack. <laughs>
0: cuz you're born cuz you you're born so much longer after that era and I was closer to it. <laughs> exactly. What
1: uh, year were,
0: what year were you born? A, I would say a year after Fear Eyes only.
1: No, uh, uh, uh the year of for your eyes only.
0: 82. Okay.
1: 81, 81.
0: Oh, you're right. What am I saying? I I, I do know the the, the years eighty one. Well, yep. I am ten years uh, your senior because I was because I am diamonds are forever years old.
1: <laughs> you poor guy, you poor sod. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well.
0: Um, so we got down to you got my is it my number three or your number three? You must have a number. Let's
1: three. go with your number three. We've always l- led with mine, but now we can reverse the roles. Uh, your number three.
0: My number three. We haven't talked about this one at all. It's called Die Another Day.
1: <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. It's, it's
0: got to be your number three. It's got to be up there. Certainly.
1: Uh, I, I mean, I would have put it higher, but, you yeah. know.
0: Well, you know, I had to throw the sky. No, higher. It's closer to the beginning. It's closer to the number one hated film. That's why. It's mm-hmm. number three. But Die Another Day, obviously. I mean, that's kind of like, that's such a gimme, you know, with its, uh, I think it was Roger Moore. Said something like, uh, you know, this frivolous plot, the dodgy CGI. I think they went a bit too far, and that's coming from me. The The, fir- <laughs> the first bond that went into outer space, you know, <laughs> that was something that, um, yeah, was criticized. Yeah. And it had horrible CGI. It wasn't even like, oh, that's just how CGI It's that's as good no, as it was, can it was clunky. It was clunky, it was yeah. bad then, and they should have said, no, we can't do this, we can't put our name on this. This is an embarrassment. He does a windsurfing...
1: Some, yeah, something was happening in 2002 where it seems that everyone lost their senses in this movie. Yeah, it's just...
0: Do you think with that movie or do you think with movies in general... Now, let's see, 2002, what are we talking about? Because people compare it with Batman and Robin, which is the, the worst Batman, you know, the George Clooney Batman. Because it, it's almost they both look just as tacky right would you hold (laughs) them together yeah yeah. now that was probably 98 so it's like a three or four year difference so
1: my theory is always this the the first two years of a new decade always look like a flabby overweight hungover version of the previous decade sure so diamonds are forever 71 looks like a flabby hungover 60s. 60s sure uh, and so you could argue 2002 looks like a flabby hungover 90s where things were kind of funny and
0: mm-hmm.
1: amateur with the computers and the, and the kind of the, the Blade-style soundtracks and the Blade-style mm-hmm. uh, uh, cinematography uh, yeah. uh, uh, and all the kind of new techniques that people were mm-hmm. trying to use. Uh, you could argue that maybe therefore as a result, dying on the Day is a casualty of that kind of hangover from the 90s.
0: Well, uh, obviously, extreme sports of cinema is going on. Where it just it has to be extreme. Like you can't do anything smallish. You're not going to make an indie Bond film at this point for some reason. Cause yeah, because they went so far in the third one, which is um, the world is uh, the world is not enough, right? Uh,
1: yes, that was a third, yeah.
0: My favorite of the of the Brosnan's, by the way.
1: I I, I love. I I would say that the, there's two awful bonds and there's uh, there's two awful Brosnans and there's two great Brosnans. The two awful Brosnans are dying of the day and uh, tomorrow never dies. And mm-hmm. the two best, the golden iron world is not enough. Yeah, yeah people really uh, hate
0: world's not enough, and and God, it's got its problems. But man, I can take a little bit more. And I always say this is like, oh, uh, as far as an argument for it, I say, hey, man. At the end, James Bond shoots the Bond girl in the face.
1: She's so annoying as well.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, he doesn't shoot Denise Richards in the face. That would have been even better. But he shoots Uh, so... Well,
1: yeah, Denise Richards too, yeah. That would have been great uh, if he just shot her too, just for no reason. She's still a good guy. One of the best one-liners. I've always wanted to have Christmas in Turkey. (laughs) Oh, no, and then the other one, I thought Christmas only came once a year. (laughs) I was going to
0: say, I thought there's a terrible line, he said. (laughs) <laughs> you know what's funny is one time I uh, was in St. Louis and I end, ended up hanging out with, um, recently departed, Michael Apted for two different, two twice in two days. I hung out with Michael Apted. He
1: directed The World Is Not Enough, right? He did. Yeah.
0: And he also directed the 7-Up series. Did you grow up with that? In, in and England? did
1: he also direct Gorillas in the Mist? He did direct Gorillas. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Although I'll, I always preferred the, uh, the knockoff, Monkeys in the Fog. Um <laughs> I, I I worked at a, a movie theater when Gorillas in the Mist came out as a teenager, and we always called it Monkeys in the Fog for the yeah, whole okay. <laughs> week it was there. I like there's always someone like, oh, did he also direct this? He directs so many things, and like, you know, it's like he directed *Continent*. he directed John Belushi at one point, he directed a lot of people. But he is not as like, and I was he was in St. Louis. He had done a, a documentary on something on a uh, football, which is soccer, and he was so into it. And I was hanging out with him. He was at parties. I'm the only one at the party that knew who the fuck he was. And I'm like fucking going crazy. <laughs> that is sad. I sad. It was sad. <laughs> it was sad. It was sad. And I go because uh, at one point we go, yeah, man, we gotta you know get get yeah going. It's like, You're Michael fucking App dead. He goes right. He goes
1: as it were. Yes. <laughs> So he was, you know, that's your. He's a very
0: erudite kind of like, you know, he's a very like, he's really directing a Pierce Brosnan Bond film is way beneath him, and he did it
1: right, right for
0: the check that is way above him. But uh, (laughs) he, he, he literally, like, I, I, I went in, I was like, oh man, you know, you, you know, your Pierce Brosnan is my favorite, you know, and he's like, oh, yes. I go, what, what is your favorite Bond? Zero interest in talking about James Bond. I mean, like, I suppose <laughs> spo- he couldn't have been less interested in talking about anything but Bond. And you know, I suppose I understand they hired me because of my way of directing women. I'm good with directing women because he directed Nell, which is a movie where uh, um Jodie Foster is a feral human being found in the woods. And
1: Sigourney Weaver as well.
0: Sigourney Weaver, obviously, and so because there's two women in this Bond film. They they had him direct it because he's good with directing. <laughs> women. They've got more than four lines, so mm-hmm. um, but he had no, I suppose uh, Goldfinger's the uh, the popular favorite of them. I'm like, yeah. What's your what's your favorite? I don't I, yeah I I know what people like. I suppose I you know zero interest in the Bond movies. I made That's a classic. joke. I made a joke. It was, all right, this is when um, was it a time when uh, Quantum of Solace was coming out? at the theaters in the months coming. And so we were at a film festival in in St. Louis and they had some freebie mini, you know, 11 by 17 posters of quantum of solace. And I said, do you think I could get you to sign a, a quantum of solace poster for me? And he goes, no, like I, I know, i'm just joking i'm just joking but I, I I was joking but i was like you should sign quantum solace posters over there no i don't know like, right. i mean i don't even like goldfinger why would i sign a quantum solace blah i'm about to direct, he direct it. it he was about to direct one of the lion the witch and the wardrobe movies and for all i know he did i don't know if it happened or not michael Apdead's story who died uh, this year so, um, oh, I didn't realize he died. He died no, literally, please. like I, he died. Might have been January of 2021. He he literally died.
1: He did. Yeah. What's the point of living if you're not if you don't feel alive, it's... right? Hey, yeah.
0: <laughs> I should have said that too. What's the point of living if you don't feel alive? You should have said. that. Remember that? What movie? You're asking what movie is that? Trivia. I can't. sounds familiar. I can't remember. Is where I would say. I
1: can't remember. I
0: can't remember.
1: Can we have a, a momentary hiatus whilst I visit the bathroom? Sure. All right.
0: All right. All right. While Max is in the bathroom, in tradition with uh, a View to a Kill, I thought I'd uh, go through some of the local haunts in San Francisco, California. And today's one-star review of Strip Clubs goes to... I believe I could probably do years and years of shows on this one alone. The New Century Theater, it's at 816 Larkin Street, San Francisco, California. Uh, not, not a lot of happy campers here. One star, this was a year ago. TWL, TWL, that's the name of the person. They've reviewed two things. One star for this place. This full nude establishment really needs some improvement. When you enter the place, there is a large stage and comfy chairs. But that pretty much sums up the positives of this place. The girls were all sitting in booths, looking on their phones, looking completely bored, while their other gr- while the other girls were constantly using cheesy one-liners to get you into the private rooms. I... oh, is that... Is that a one star? I thought they're all like that. I mean minus maybe the phones and the boredom and all that. I, I suppose they gotta you know they gotta get the show on the road. They they um they are after all in show business and not look into your phone business. But uh I, I always thought there was always this sort of aggressive Hey, let's hurry up and go to the back lap dance um, agenda. Am I wrong? Did you experience that? I always did. So here we go. Let's face it, this is a non-alcoholic venue and the only way the girls make some $4 signs is to get you in the private rooms. I just fucking said that, dude. I just fucking said that. The girls were like um, piranhas. I think he means pariahs. The girls were like piranhas. You mean they just fucking nibbled at you until you were a, a, a bone? It got old over time. Yeah, I'd get, that time would be one second for me. That's one thing I never could stand about those places was just that. Uh, do you do? you, you want to buy me a drink? Do you do you want to go in the back room? Like the second, you're walking, you just just drop to fifteen bucks on a on a cover charge, and you're like, look, lady, just let me sit down and have my drink. Settle down, settle down. All right, the real kicker was when she's when. We started seeing the girls yawning and looking bored, and that's when the manager walked over to the girls and yelled at them to work their room. Yeah, that's the way I was treated at some of my jobs where I looked bored. Um, this was on a Friday night at midnight. Enough said. We left shortly thereafter. I don't think they're very happy with their lives. Maybe. Maybe I'm being harsh. Judgmental. Sist male Sist white male about it um okay andrea's lo, it's andrea's with the s at the end lows it's l o h s e this is a year ago one star one of the worst table one of the worst table dance bars ever exclamation park bored girls walking around the stage that's all never again exclamation point okay there's a theme here right, here we go worst and there's like nine t's at the end of worst worst place ever caution do not go to this place two exclamation marks your you are thirty dollars and dollar stein at the end of the 30 not in front of it will be a complete waste am literally crying cry emoji two exclamation marks inside worst experience one exclamation mark girls don't approach when the older girls do they ask for a hundred dollars also dollar sign after the 100 not before it, where it belongs our friends hate it we are never going there t-h-e-r again you have been warned one exclamation point thank me later all right we'll have to try to remember to thank them later um this is from ce just two initials one review four years ago They got a good track record There's a three-year gap of some non-disappointed attendees. Here's what's what. Taxi driver who works for the club to, oh, number one. Taxi driver who works for the club to entice you to go there, he'll keep the meter running under $10, which basically means it will be $10 to get there, plus tip. But he'll give you a discount to get in, which means $30 PP becomes $20. Once you get in the door, be prepared for the onslaught of, hey, what's going on tonight? Exclamation mark. By a posse of hyper-aggressive girls who literally won't take no for an answer. Probably girls that have had to put up with not, with people that won't take no for an answer. Um, they will drag you to the back for a free, in quotations, tour which is neither free nor a tour. Mm. A three, a free, nor a tour. A free, nor a tour. But the weather started getting rough, and the girls on stage take it all off. All right, number three. The girls on stage take it all off for about five seconds, and then the least sexy manner in, in, and in the least sexy manner Possible sexiest would have been a better word to use. We left there after about 10 minutes literally because the girl was yawning and basically walking around the pole refusing to engage us or any of our other customers and by a fully nude they mean fully nude for about 10 seconds. Don't bother. Okay. Dance was good, but the ladies, this is from uh, Mula mm, Sabul Mohindy, don't know. Dance was good, but the ladies are cheating me. The club owner not supported, not support the customer. One star. I'm going to make it brief because we got to get back on track with the rest of the show. Thank you, boys and girls.
1: Uh, all right, so we're up to number three Correct. by uh, my reckoning. In at number three.
0: Yeah. I think that my number three was whatever I just said, because we went to me, right? Did we do my number three? (laughs) Your number three was
1: Die Another Day, but I didn't want to preempt without wanting to give too much away.
0: So there you go. All right, so what's your number three? For Your Eyes Only. Oh, Sting. Yes. Love it. Love it.
1: Uh, And I, I say this with a heavy heart, because Roger is my favorite Bond
0: how can that not be your favorite Roger Moore
1: uh, my favorite Roger Moore's live and Let die uh, Apparently. but for your eyes only is 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 a, I think a very weak film John Glenn's uh, directorial debut and we all know what we think about we want we've discussed John Glenn's mm-hmm. perhaps he's not a natural director uh, despite his amazing stunts in Moonraker sure
0: um despite it's Roger's
1: fifth bond yeah. and by this point he is starting to look old he's in his mid 50s yeah.
0: that's a great uh, one where he's got the um smoking hot teenage girl that wants to have sex with him and you're like okay this this girl okay so,
1: so this is why for me it is number three bb Dahl, mm-hmm. uh played by lynn holly johnson mm-hmm. is the ice she's some sort of ice rink skater she is and, and, and in real life is, um, it's the most unrealistic scene ever. She is 16 years old in the exactly. movie. She's skating. Oh, is she? She's 16, yeah. She, there's a 54-year-old Roger Moore. Or it maybe is. It's 53 maybe, 53, maybe. Maybe 53. 53. Mid-50s, yes. looking old and wrinkled, and she does this double-take, like, like, I don't know, Tom Cruise or Brad Pitt has just like walked in. She the, like, cannot
0: yeah. control herself. There's like, the sexiest yeah. man she's ever seen. Yeah, exactly, who she looks like wet as anything. Yeah. <laughs> who, uh,
1: she, 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 who takes she off his shirt and he,
0: his his <laughs> body looks like my dad's body. He had a barrel chest. There's nothing to show he could even physically exert himself to the extent he does. The yeah,
1: awful follow-up scene where. Uh, 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 he go roger goes to see her room mm-hmm. and she's naked under the bed and she does this like oh you she's, want to come into bed she's with me and begging she is, him
0: she's begging him that's one where she's they
1: begging him like he is some utter like adonis and it's awkward it's embarrassing it's so unrealistic and i think for me that makes it my third worst. just off the back of that it's just the, the um, science fiction yeah song the... is
0: it's it, more science fiction in that scene than there is in all of Moonraker. <laughs> just all right. So you have to pretend that this is the hottest guy you were just in a movie with Robbie Benson, who's a who's a fucking teen Tiger Beat idol, and now you have to be with this old man who's who's whose meat is dripping off of the bones of his body at this point.
1: I mean, there comes a point where if, if this is apparently the best the British can put forward mm-hmm. as some sort of shit hot secret agent we're in big trouble you know
0: (laughs) and he's already two years older than connery they could have traded him out a couple movies ago at this point
1: yeah i think i think his last should have been moonraker
0: well easily Um, yeah 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 uh
1: easily um but then uh, not not only bb doll is this like ludicrous teenager that thinks uh, roger moore is
0: walking sex on a stick Gross. Right.
1: They have the worst pre credit sequence of any Bond movie ever. The ludicrous comedy Blofeld being dumped down a <laughs> chimney, <laughs> uh,
0: which is we get, just
1: awful. I, I Absolutely think we awful. Get some,
0: we get some context. This is the same Bond that was involved in You Only Live Twice and On Her Majesty's Secret Service. That It ties it all together, it really ties the room together. <laughs> Right. Um right. That's and funny. Then, uh, yeah, you're right. And um, and obviously, I saw Free Eyes Only in the theaters about three times. So it's it's my the first. God,
1: why? Why did you go back?
0: <laughs> I didn't have anything else better to do. What the fuck do you think? I, I, what, what kind of kind of life do you think I had? It's not like girls are trying to have sex with a fucking what ten year old no baby
1: dolls knocking around. No. <laughs>
0: Gladly. <laughs> They would have been called child molesters. I was 10 years old. <laughs> I was dropped off at a theater every Saturday, and that one played for three Saturdays in a row. So that's what I saw, like, three weeks in a row. And I saw it wholeheartedly. I like uh, Fury's Only. Um, I I think it is, like, his From Rush With Love. I like how down-to-earth it is. I think it's funny that the main villain in that is the guy, I guess, the guy with octagonal glass. It's got this sort of weird no-villain-villain it's got like, it, and it's you're got right, the.
1: It does, and, but the guy with are talking about, glasses, he gets killed relatively early on. No, he gets killed <laughs> later uh, on.
0: He's got zero lines in the entire movie. He he does <laughs> not have. A, you watch it again. He has no lines, and he he goes through the identograph, which is a. That's composite. right. He's a, a Eyes autogonal. a little bit more shifty, yeah.
1: Eyes a, little, a nose a little Shh. bit more narrow. Just
0: this, this cartoon <laughs> of a guy wearing glasses, and it shits out a perfect picture of the guy before we have Facebook facial identification. Incredible,
1: isn't it? Yeah, it's incredible. Just all
0: of a sudden, it's like, oh, well, that's him. It's perfectly him, even whatever his hair looked like that day. Because it's all espionage, you know, it's got some of the, the action stuff, and it's just all kind I mean- of... Yeah, it is a return to
1: sort of decent themes of revenge after the silliness of the seventies, which is a shame because yeah. it does have the meat of a good story, but it is ruined by so many things. I Oof. think that's why I find frustrating. Uh about
0: do you think, it. Do you think Bouquet is um is a good I, I think she's a I think she's a phenomenal Bond girl.
1: Yeah, she's great. Very attractive and, uh, you know, all the kind of rec- prerequisites of a Bond girl mm-hmm. of that time. Sure. Uh, and... Uh,
0: I, don't think, I don't even think their she's relationship... She's a
1: little bit of a passive kind of... She's supposed to be some firebrand Greek girl. She, sure. For me, she plays it too passive, I think. A little bit too meek or soft or something
0: that's how those euro you know? trash girls are i noticed that when i was dating in college <laughs> they're completely like couldn't be bothered it's was like a, it's like dating a german she, girl they just like i can't be bothered with you you know <laughs> i'm kind of into you but i can, i'm not gonna act like i'm into you and that's how she she was because well, that's
1: how she that's how she does it uh, she seemed like a girl that would be the-
0: attracted to him because um because she obviously had a good relationship with her father Oh, she likes
1: she likes guys in their mid
0: fifties, you know. Sort of. You know exactly. Also, that's one where um, this is my history lesson. Uh, that's who. That's where I learned who Margaret Thatcher was. That movie. Really? Sure. I was ten years old. Why would I fucking know who Margaret Thatcher was? <laughs> I barely knew who uh, Walter Mondale was or whoever. You know.
1: Yeah, I know exactly. Fuck Thatcher, right? You know.
0: Yeah, no, I know. Uh, I know. You I know. No, I guess I knew who my president was, but I certainly didn't give a shit who was running England at the time. And then that one was like, no. "Oh, rather give us a kiss." <laughs> that whole bit. And I've been. I think of that woman. When I say that woman, I think of that impersonator, um, because we just had the 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 Crown. Have you been watching the Crown? Uh, no. Well, it's a show, but they had a whole season. Um, <laughs> is It is about that, the Queen. <laughs> oh, is it the Queen or is it the Crown? Is it the yeah it should be the crown they had a whole margaret thatcher and um a lady die season and that's the crown right did you not watch that
1: Uh i don't know british people are way less interested in this stuff than americans i've discovered uh, yeah
0: yeah we're into it and yeah. um there's a whole season it's got margaret thatcher it's played by the um you know scully from x-files she plays margaret and anderson yeah yeah she plays margaret thatcher does it rock solid
1: she is far more attractive than Margaret Thatcher well, ever was. they had
0: to fucking put some plastic on her face. And you know that they, they line don't. in
1: Austin Powers where he goes, uh, Margaret Thatcher on a cold day, Margaret Thatcher on a cold day. If that's Gillian Anderson on a cold day, my hard-on is going to stay that's up.
0: Hilarious. I know exactly. <laughs> well, you know, my props to Margaret Thatcher. Now, politically, it's Margaret Th- Thatcher is that she's kind of a, uh, a right-wing douchebag, right?
1: She is indeed. She was the the equivalent of Reagan.
0: Right. She was a female Reagan. It's funny because I I would think that the feminists would love her, but I think the feminists in realistic in realistically would hate her. Right.
1: I suppose there's this they would love her because she's a female uh, Strong, prime minister. Yeah. And she's given it to the man or whatever. But what she stood for, what she believed in, is pretty much kind of removed from from left wing <laughs> feminists. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Exactly. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 Yeah, exactly. That's what so, they portrayed in the
0: in the Crown. So uh, yeah, I do I do like that that woman that um, played Margaret Thatcher because she she did a lot of impersonations of Margaret Thatcher throughout the eighties. Uh, Meryl Streep. The Meryl Streep, <laughs> the woman that was in the I didn't see the Meryl Streep one. I, I found out. <laughs> No, the woman that did it in uh, Fear Eyes Only did a, did a few um, Margaret Thatchers in it. That was her, that oh, was her job. Oh, God, you see,
1: that's also really cringy and embarrassing. Like, there's so many cringeworthy bits in Fear Eyes Only. <laughs> uh, and for me, every time I see the pre-credit sequence and Blofeld saying things like, Oh, no, I'll, I'll get you, Bond. Just being, it's just awful. Don't, it's just such don't forget that the key
0: line in that scene is, I'll buy you a, a stainless steel delicatessen. <laughs> <That's> it, it. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense is he Jewish is I don't you know what in a I really
1: abstract way that's kind of funny but it just yeah. doesn't work it, it, the whole thing doesn't <laughs>
0: work and then that that line makes makes it make even less sense
1: <laughs> oh and just yeah for Jim, John Glenn taking the right uh, the, the helm mm-hmm. I think it, it kind of signals the fact that the next basically the rest of the Rogers are in for rocky territory Uh, Wow, and you find
0: wow. Well, that's funny. That's yeah, because I consider octopus way worse because it's way sillier. Way, um... I
1: I think it's a great storyline, but as with all the '80s Rogers, well, there's only three, but
0: he's just too old. Too old.
1: He's too old, and they're pretending, and it it ruins it. And the the
0: worst is they do pretend like he's the hottest guy in the world they, they act like that, he's that's the, what
1: makes it even worse exactly just like you know? there's,
0: there's a denial of reality this guy's not on the cover of tiger beat here you know this guy, <laughs> no. even on his you outside know,
1: and, in, and, in, and in view to a kill he could legitimately be stacy sutton's granddad and she's acting like again he's brad pitt or tom that Cruise. was it's, all
0: right when you mentioned the um uh holly lynn johnson he somehow came to was roger moore said in your interview i knew it was gone too far <laughs> when I realized that I was older than um, uh, Western, uh, Tanya Roberts' mother.
1: Right, and, right. And I was like, exactly.
0: then you realized? <laughs> what about this fucking hot piece of fucking ass that's on the bed? And, and Only then,
1: only then. <laughs> I mean,
0: Holly Lynn Johnson, Tanya Roberts is already, you know, eh, getting to be a little north of Ripe. And Yeah, here, she's, it,
1: she's a Playboy model. She's in her mid-late 20s. Uh, Lynn Holly Johnson. Johnson is like it's like
0: jailbait babysitter over here. Yeah. And that's fine. Yeah,
1: exactly.
0: <laughs> but you know, he didn't, he actually, if I'm not mistaken, he doesn't cross the line with a lot of Holly Lynn Johnson. No, he, he knocks
1: her back. That's what's even more embarrassing. He basically says He
0: says, look, this
1: is embarrassing. Grow up. I'm a 007 and and what place does that have in a bond movie that's what makes it even more embarrassing So even he's gotta be like dude
0: um you've got some serious issues if you find me attractive i feel sorry for you people feel sorry for me because i'm gonna turn it down i feel sorry for you for even getting to this point
1: yeah it's just awful and uh for your uh, there are some decent bits of course uh, the, the Italian ally in his Ferrari is kind of cool there's mm-hmm. the weird bit on the ice rating uh, on the ice uh, ring horrible
0: comedy yeah they the, try to the, kill him you know they, they're oh, all wearing yeah. hockey <laughs> mask yeah, they, <laughs>
1: yeah
0: the Zambozo he used the zam, what's it called the Zambozi whatever that ice cleaning machine he uses that and they all like skate into it and hurt themselves you know they don't even
1: yeah yeah
0: it's it's dumb it, it, it's, it's total
1: and there's awful bits where like an Italian guy goes, oh amore, amore. Oh my it's God, just it's yeah. not it's not good. It's not good. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was that's three, and, num- and now two. Uh, you go first with the two, then good.
0: Which probably should.
1: Uh... I have to admit, I am intrigued because
0: we're getting down the way there. you've
1: been talking and your three, four, fives. I think I'm going to be surprised with your two, <laughs> with your number two. <laughs>
0: Okay, well, certainly not in your list. It's, um, it's Octopussy.
1: Uh, okay. <laughs> it's like,
0: oh no, we got to cut off this episode to start another hour. We'll a two parter. Here's the deal with Octopussy. And again, I like Your Eyes Only. It's a gritty one, it's down to earth. He's obviously Holly Lynn Johnson, whatever. A lot of it's kind of just, it's kind of like, it's kind of like For Much Love. It it, it almost has a s- similar plot to it. It is. Yeah. It is. There's he's trying, of- he's, he's the- trying to get a typewriter, which is the, the typewriter. <laughs> you know, the same fucking thing. We don't know what it does, and it doesn't matter. It does something we all want. It And they want it, they don't want it, whatever it is. Uh, Octopussy, which and as a kid, as a first-run kid, I skipped Octopussy. I didn't see it in the theaters. Why not? Didn't have to. Never Say Never Again came out that year. A real Bond was stepping up.
1: Uh, So just to reiterate to those perhaps not familiar, uh, uh, Never Say Never is not an official United Artists release.
0: (laughs) Yep. It's a remake of Thunderball and still better than Octopussy. (laughs) No, there's two Bond movies that came out that year. And and, uh, honestly, that fucking year, I think, was pretty crazy of movies. But it, it was um, eighty
1: three yeah. was a great year for movies. Yeah,
0: I know, but there's too much, and I kept seeing things again and again. I, it was probably <laughs> like I just didn't have time for it. I, I almost would have, but I did. I'd never liked the Roger Moore's. I thought he was too goofy. I didn't. I didn't think. I always. I I actually with my bondage. Um. Uh. With my uh, bondage. With your fetish, bondage. My bondage. <laughs> <laughs> with me being tied up and having sex with by somebody who is uh, my dom to my sub, I uh, with with I it's funny when uh, Moon Rick was in the theaters. I saw Thunderball on TV, and that was my introduction to the Bonds. Was seeing Thunderball on TV, so I was always a more into the Connery. Just like it just looked more realistic, and all the all the Roger Moores looked pretty goofy. Like I was like this old guy and he's doofy and all that wide collars. I hated that shit. But uh, when we get to Octopussy, which is, God, the silliest of them all. I mean, again, I will. So, okay, so I'll, stop. I'll...
1: Explain. Explain why Octopussy. Oh, easily. Uh, it, it, imagine imagine it's 1983. You're going to see Octopussy. You're an aficionado of Bond movies. Explain now why it is the silliest. Well, I didn't see
0: it in 1983. I might have seen it the following year on cable.
1: That's allowed.
0: That's allowed. uh, I tell you one thing when it comes to it, when I saw it, I was like, whoo, good thing I dodged that bullet. Uh, First off, he's dressed up as a clown, a dumb clown. Uh, No, first off, no, 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 no.
1: that's 009. That's
0: 009. Sure, it's 009. But (laughs) later, he dresses up as the same clown, which it just strikes, just stinks. Um, There's there's also uh, a Tarzan cat call in that, you know, the uh, ape call.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, that. yeah. I mean,
0: it's he, just like God. Come on, man. And he he looks too old to be doing what he's doing. There's a scene where he dresses up as a gorilla.
1: Agreed. He's too old. He is too
0: old. All right, fine. That aside, the, the writing's too dumb. It's actually not the too old. It's the writing too dumb. At one point, he's on that circus train. He's dressed up as a gorilla. And do you remember the scene? This is a big tension scene. Yeah,
1: near the end of Stephen Burkhoff, who, who actually is a great baddie. Stephen oh, sure. Oh, he belongs birdie.
0: in every movie he was in. The, the Russian guy with the mole on <laughs> his forehead.
1: Over the top Russian general. Outrageous! Outrageous.
0: <laughs> Beverly Hills Cop. Um, yeah. He's he's from Clockwork Orange. I don't know if you remember that. He's in that movie.
1: Of course.
0: Rambo, First Blood Part Two. But yep. um, the the worst is, all right, at one point, man. Roger Moore is in a gorilla suit, and I guess he hides in a gorilla suit. And then the two the turban guy and the two stupid twins are in the train, and <laughs> Roger Moore is in a gorilla suit. And they hear something, and they go back to investigate. And we think Roger Moore is still in the gorilla suit. We just the tension's going on. We see the eyes behind the gorilla suit. Somehow Roger Moore sneaks out the gorilla suit and the gorilla suit is freestanding <laughs> and they chop the head off the gorilla suit. There's no reason for it to be freestanding. This is just just this is just an insult to the audience. This is a big middle finger to the fucking audience on, as you say, suspension of disbelief. Nope. How about fucking calling you out on bullshit where it belongs? And this was one of them. Do you, do, do you know the scene I'm talking about? Do you know what I'm talking about?
1: I do, I do. They're on the train running from uh, the yeah. Nuclear bomb and, and 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 so ticking, so that he sneaks off, he sneaks off. out of
0: a gorilla suit and the gorilla suit's freestanding without him inside of it. Yeah. He they yeah. they lob off the head and he's not in there. We knew he wasn't going to get caught anyway. But then he like hoists himself on top of a train. And of course, whenever you see a scene like that. It's Roger Moore on a soundstage, and there's a rear. Pro- you can clearly see the rear projection going on. And you know, there's a, f- a film. There's actual projector going on behind him, and he's completely safe. And it, of course, has that great scene at the end where he's on top of an airplane. And just, whenever you see him, it's like, "Ooh, I'm in Pinewood. I got some mattresses to fall on if I if I slide off this <laughs> airplane." No, no, it's yeah. Probably still no, I,
1: I Probably still it. hurt. still hurt. The, my favorite bit of octopusy he is he's just been hanging out with the Indian tennis star yeah in real life the guy was an Indian tennis yeah, star yeah
0: yeah yeah what's his fucking name um Pele VJ, VJ yeah VJ.
1: AJ, AJ something it's VJ and, VJ. Uh, and they've, they've thrown all the money and Roger's gone rupee rupee and I had and, so an extension before where uh, you know being uh, being in the foreign office logistics core of the 70s well it extended to the 80s because they've had to set up uh, another mm-hmm. ad hoc uh, foreign office office in this strange bit of a Delhi ghetto where there's a, a a fake wall that suddenly moves apart. Roger drives in and they're in all of a sudden queues there and everyone's there. <laughs> set yeah. The world tour continues. We've um,
0: exactly. We got to set the set up. We got to, you're right. <laughs> and and that's also a creepy moment for Mr. Moore. I was telling this to my girlfriend because she remembers this. That's where he's in Q's lab and he zooms into a girl's breasts. I was her. just
1: about to say that that is a highlight for me. Oh, where well, he's not listening. He's not listening to what Desmond Llewellyn's got to say. He's not interested. He just wants to zoom in on the secretary's cleavage up and down, And she's got a good rack. So, you know, he's zooming in. He's zooming it's in. Nothing in, creepy
0: about a 50 year old, 58 uh, year old <laughs> doing this. I mean, you know, it's but like, course, come on, dude. Just it's not so even like that being funny.
1: Darling, eyes only, the secretary looks perhaps like she doesn't mind such a thing happening which of course is ludicrous uh <laughs> she minds she just has to
0: pretend she doesn't and then she has to cry to herself because she's sexually harassed Beyond, honest I, I hate my yeah. job i wish they would stop just ogling i i wish they made <laughs> wish they didn't make me wear this cleavage shirt so then there's yeah. the yeah at the end there's the whole Octopussy circus girls that attack everything at the end. There's a hot air balloon. Q, where's the stupid little airline? <laughs> That's right. Back.
1: That's the weird subplot where Brooke Adams. Uh is back in it after the man with the Odin Gun, but playing, I oh know there's another character that we, Ma- we were discussing
0: Ma- earlier on. Maude Adams. Sorry,
1: Maude Adams. Sorry, Maud Adams, mm. uh, playing a different character, but same actress, uh, Bond girl twice. Uh, also, also, be. um,
0: uh, age appropriate, completely believable. Those two, the chemistry of them works. Yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'll she's good. That. Uh, she, yeah, she was, a she was she's a great like Bond 50 girl. years old. She's and so is he, <laughs>
0: <laughs> she's An amazingly attractive fifty-year-old woman. Yes. Exactly. Oh my
1: god! Incredible. Yeah. And so she's now in charge of this shit-hot female spy agency, or you know, uh, 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 more almost, athletic yeah. and able than Roger himself, who exactly. is currently the best the British can put out uh, in Octopussy world. <laughs> I, I, I
0: love that guy has a has a buzz saw yo-yo, yo-yo device. <laughs> Just get a gun. This is the most impractical way of trying to kill somebody. But, but fortunately, I am going to be on a staircase or balcony above the bed so I'm going to have my buzzsaw yo-yo. Yeah.
1: No one thinks that, it's like... no
0: one thinks ahead of like, "Oh, why would this person have this?" Like, why, why yeah. would you have that as opposed like the, to a gun? Uh,
1: it's the old Eddie Izzard sketch where it's like, why, why is Q always giving Bond the thing, the one thing
0: that he needs that day? That happens to say oh, it's a good day. thing. He never I gives did him the...
1: like, Trousers that turn into jam or something. Exactly. You know?
0: yeah. <laughs> no, shit. I don't really need this thing that I needed. What I needed was I needed from something three movies ago.
1: exactly i don't need
0: something to help me breathe underwater i need something that helps me breathe in outer space or something like that you know like he he always got the perfect yeah oh it turns out i did need the one thing that (laughs) i was just in
1: time you know my watch that
0: Uh, you know the the laser watch exactly (laughs)
1: exactly replicate nuclear fission and all sorts of stuff um that that is one it's uh, like it's like yeah here's
0: here's a villain it's like oh i had this big buzzsaw yo-yo well i'm not sure we're gonna be above them and it (laughs) <laughs> the noise it makes and warns them before it actually hits their face might yeah. be a liability. <laughs> we have a pistol here. It's a Smith & Wesson forty five. I think you just shoot him point blank and he'll die. He's an old man.
1: He might yeah, just have yeah. a heart
0: attack if you pull the gun on him. He's so fucking old.
1: <laughs> um, but with... I mean... The sad thing with Octopus, there is a, I mean, uh, Camille Khan, the, the French guy, Louis Jordan, mm-hmm. he's a good baddie. He, he plays he is, the part yeah. well, sure. Uh, there's some wasted roles. I, I think, as a story, it works. If that was a Daniel Craig, I think that would be a far superior movie. I think the storyline is good, it has all the exoticism, it has a lot of the intrigue. It was very much of its time, I would suppose, but I'd do not think it is the uh, the second worst bond. I have to disagree. Points
0: given. With you well, you wouldn't, but I do. Uh, points given. <laughs> I think it's got a strong opening. That little mini plane that shits out of the back of a horse's ass.
1: Yeah, it's got the, the it's got the attractive silver, the sort of silver Egyptian bullet. woman that shows some thigh. It's great, you know?
0: <laughs> it's a great bit. Um, but yeah, great
1: stunt though. I mean, incredible stunt before Lee Tamahori's CGI bullshit. Sure, you know, flying through that warehouse. You know, and oh thing, yeah, exactly.
0: I love that whole opening, and then it goes to shit. There's the there, like I said, the clown who is is 008 or seven or whoever, or 008, not 007, 009, you know, I think yeah. 009, 009. That sounds right. He's got the Fabergé egg. And then later, uh, Bond not only dresses like a clown, dresses up identically to that clown and gets ready in zero second. I've never disguised myself as a clown in my life. I'm going to learn it <laughs> this day right here. Same outfit, same everything. Oh, yeah, that's believable. <laughs> Diffuses a bomb when there's right there. Just like It's just sloppy. And I just I yelled oh, at was it. But with
1: Stephen Burkhoff going crazy around him and
0: going, Oh, my God, Stephen is crazy. <laughs> this is the worst East
1: West German, it's whatever. You know, it's got that crazy enunciation, and the, sure. I mean, for that, it's also worth it.
0: So, uh so you're down. So I was down to that. I said octopussy, and I stand behind every word I said. I, I have I hate all the the high version. comedy. High, I'm trying to think what else is uh, bad about octopussy. Aside from, just... I mean, the
1: name is great. <laughs> octopussy. <Sure. laughs>
0: Is that ten pussies or is that eight pussies? What is it's eight or ten? Oct.
1: Octo is eight. Yeah. All right, yeah, so eight pussies. Yeah. Well, eight yeah.
0: pussies are better than one. Ask anybody's girlfriend. Um, okay. Now uh, I did my number two. What is your number one?
1: Oh no, I haven't done my number two yet. Oh, good, even better.
0: What's your number two? <laughs>
1: All right, well it's from former former Turner and Hooch director, Roger Spottiswood.
0: Okay. Good. And it
1: is uh Tomorrow Never Dies. That's a bad Bond film.
0: Uh, um, for me. You know, it's so bad the- it's so bad that it is my number one.
1: Oh, oh, we so we're edit. in relative close agreement here. That's good. <laughs> exactly. That's good. Uh it's written by uh it's written by a guy. Who didn't know what he was doing? I mean, like his most famous work is Real Men Don't Eat quiche. Uh, Bruce Bruce Fenstein, hmm. Feistein. Uh, well you're... it is after the heights of Goldeneye. Yeah. I mean, talk about like second album in bands, it's like the second album thing is never as good as the first My God, for this, this is the second so album low. is a terrible Stoop so low.
0: And again, you're right. Worse than Goldeneye, and I hated Goldeneye, but I don't know, I was expecting when I went into um Tomorrow Never Dies, I saw it in Chicago, opening day, I saw like a sneak preview. Um and uh, I was literally like I was on board like fine I can accept something as bad as Goldeneye I hated Goldeneye a lot and this was so much worse and uh, oh it's funny yeah, fun, fun thing is saw, saw Tomorrow Never Dies that opening day I saw it again once with my with my James Bond buddy here in St Louis again um that same that same year and didn't see it again till this year I I had not seen I was kind of vowed to never see it again
1: yeah. It's the kind of Bond movie that when it's on on on, on, on TV, yeah. you got you kind of go, do you know what? I'm actually not going to watch that. Like so many, I would go, yeah, i would definitely be watching. Let's put it on, on New Year's Day or over in England, Boxing Day or whatever. Yeah, there's a Bond movie Boxing on. If, if Tomorrow Never Dies is on the listings, I'm, no, I'm not going to
0: watch it. No. It's just crap. Well, I have so much disdain for that one particular because of um,
1: – It's terrible. It's such a boring 90s Rupert Murdoch pastiche. Mm-hmm uh it's just crap and and this is one thing as well that should be a kind of lesson to all kind of budding filmmakers they shot that film before the script was finalized
0: oh really yeah i almost
1: that's why it is so messy and incoherent and just doesn't work and it's a shame because jonathan price is a great actor he is but he is but but he's wasted in that role terry hatcher is an appalling bond girl she's a terrible I actress i Yeo hated her i hated cool. her
0: then yeah yeah
1: yeah michelle Yeoh's cool as a kind of you know she's Ooh, a powerful kind sure, of sure
0: but those two have zero chemistry there's right, no exactly, chemistry exactly there's no way and the idea that all right so basically that's one where they're like okay well we just need an excuse for an action scene we don't have to explain ourselves so it's like oh yeah um we're handcuffed together let's get on a motorcycle we're just yeah. gonna jump from oh, yeah. roof to roof, uh, and and so and then oh, and this is this happened during this era. It might have happened before. It was uh, certainly in the uh, movie um, uh, Mission Impossible One with Tom Cruise. I hate any movie where the helicopter pilot is trying to kill the person with the blades of the helicopter.
1: I get so <laughs>
0: infuriated because I'm like, oh, you want to die nothing's going to make you die, than something's stopping those blades going for two seconds. You are dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one lives a helicopter crash ever. And here we're trying to make it happen. Uh, yeah, skin's kind of soft, but you're still going to whack up the fucking rotors, and you're just going to go right down to the ground. And they, that's one where they did the thing that no one's going to care. Like, oh, yeah, let's try and kill someone with the blades of the helicopter. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. a you're 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 a goner. You just, just fucking yeah. just fly into the side of the wall and kill yourself. <laughs> if you're that much of a fucking idiot. So Yeah. And I did I, I, I saw that one again for the first time ever since it came what, out. That
1: must have been a really underwhelming experience to see it again.
0: <laughs> here's here's another so here's another point of contention with that one. The guy and I wish I knew his fucking name. I should look it up. He's the guy that's like, I specialize in celebrity suicides. Oh, um, the
1: guy that's the fucking, uh, the, the weird tramping ghost?
0: Yes, he is the weird tramping ghost. <laughs> he's,
1: he's like a really ugly, weird-looking guy. And he's the crazy, aggressive
0: ghost. He's the ghost. ghost that tells Patrick Swayze how to go through walls. <laughs> he's that ghost. Yeah, yeah. Now, here's the deal. Yeah. I actually like that actor a lot, because he's in like every <laughs> Milos Foreman film. He's in like a lot of good shit. But oh, he's yeah, also he's in Flower Over the Cookies, now. Yes, exactly. But he's also in Rescue <laughs> from Gilligan's Island. Like you know, the, the, he could be in an Academy Award-winning movie, and he could be in a Gilligan's he, Island. He is
1: cast because of his face, exactly. I think. I mean, and he's so
0: he's so good, and he's in so much bad shit because it's all he's got. You know, look, he he's got that to work with. <laughs> And that yeah. one was just like, I'm just a professional doing my job. So am I. I'm like, oh, go fuck yourselves, both of you. And that was one where, so, all right, you've got a phone. You got a cell phone where you can pilot, that you can um, remotely control this boring fucking BMW car.
1: Oh, so boring. And then, so boring. And, and
0: then he, he he flies it into the Avis office, the Avis. rent, uh, <laughs> And I'm like, this is a maniac. Bond must be stopped. That could have killed so many people doing that. There's absolutely <laughs> He's no excuse. An entry
1: level an entry-level five series BMW. Wow. You know well, that
0: even fine, but th- when he launches it off of a of a parking garage, like what five stories above, and he puts it into the Avis rental car. Yeah, I'm like this. This man must be stopped. This guy's a menace. He's going to kill somebody. Yeah. He, he literally could have. Yeah.
1: Such disregard for life.
0: Bricks could have fallen on a baby carriage. <laughs> Someone had a baby carriage underneath, and that kid's dead. Well, good thing Bond saved the day for all these other yeah. problems. And to
1: make it even worse, that was shot in Brent Cross Shopping Centre, which is like the armpit of Northwest London—a really crap shopping centre in Northwest London. It was shot in their car park. Like no glamour, you know. It, no. And then, I don't know if shooting locations necessarily have to have glamour, but in nope. James Bond, I don't know. Maybe they should do, you know. It'd be much better if they was, that was shot in, like, some Haitian, car. Brent Cross, the armpit in Northwest London. I don't know about that. Hmm. Yeah, you know, the, the whole where he's controlling the BMW remote control and it's doing all the silly... 180 degree turns. Again, I mean that's also ludicrous. But I suppose with Bond, you've got he's going to do he's, the he's gonna learn how
0: to drive. I mean, I've tried to do a remote control <laughs> helicopter in a living room and have almost destroyed it with one viewing. Yeah, I, you're not going to learn how to do it. You can no. you can remote control a car in the back seat without looking, just fine. No learning <laughs> he curve.
1: Be, he is that good. Well, look, come on, Carly Simon said it. Nobody does it better. Balls, come on. That's... Well,
0: <laughs> nobody does it worse yeah exactly so we got down to i mean your number two is my number one that means you've got a number one i uh, yeah wow um so i guess if we uh, exhausted our um our razzing i hate
1: trade for tomorrow never dies <laughs> i hate tomorrow never dies
0: so fucking much that i took so what would that be i it came out in 97 yeah and i saw it for my third, I saw it twice that year, and saw it for my third time this year. That's the gap I took. I'm never taking that kind of gap on any Bond movie, but that. And one when I you said, saw
1: it for the third time, no changes in your opinion. Oh of God, no!
0: I, you know what? You know why? I remember everything I hate about that movie. I remembered it in the theaters. I have such a vivid memory of seeing it, and everything that fucking sucks. Because I love Jonathan Price. I love Brazil.
1: Right. I Great hated, actor. I Great hated
0: actor. his terrible, like, um delicious and, you know, all, all these like little nuances of his, it's this whole uh, premise. It's such that... an
1: obvious, the thing is, I he... mean, up until Tomorrow Never Dies, there mm-hmm. were subtle references mm-hmm. to perhaps real world characters. But for me, Tomorrow Never Dies was the first really obvious, unsubtle, kind of portrayal of Rupert Murdoch and oh, it's yeah. just it's just it's just not it's just not well done no uh, I don't think Roger Spottiswood is the right director for it what uh maybe he's, he is because he's a shit director he's
0: a terrible director <laughs> I would never watch a Roger Spottiswood movie and and you know he, you know that, you've
1: seen Turner and Hooch come on
0: um let me first off I've Not never, seen I've, and Hooch. I've <laughs> never seen Turner and Hooch. Come on! all oh, right was it
1: Throw I, Mama I, from the train? I've seen what? the ad. Tom <laughs> Hanks
0: with a slobbery dog. I get it. You know, do I want to see that for an hour and a half? I don't. You know, I'm fine. I get it. I'm sure, it's I'm sure it's very funny, um but uh, stop! It's great.
1: You know, his life's his life's ripped apart by a big French Mastiff. You know, it's
0: just like mine. Stop or my mom yeah. will shoot. He also directed that. <laughs> stop or my mom, Stallone and the woman from Golden Girls playing his mother. That's right. Sorry, it's not throw mama from
1: the train. It's stop or my mom yeah, will shoot. Throw right? mama
0: from the train is a Danny Even DeVito. Even worse joint. than throw
1: mama from the train.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, much worse. I throw mama from the train it actually has some merit. It's directed by Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The other guy from um one clue of the cuckoo's nest. No, um, yeah. I just uh, I've never. Um, yeah. I have a couple more. So uh, Anthony Hopkins was supposed to
1: be Elliot Carver. He knocked oh. it back. Well, good. So imagine the movie, instead of Jonathan Price, it's Tony Hopkins. Does that make it worse, or does that make it better, or does it keep it the same?
0: At that time, um, Anthony Hopkins was right. Was probably right around the same. You know, it would have been after. probably it,
1: too famous as Hannibal Lecter. No, it, it was really.
0: after Hannibal Lecter, which kind Six of. Six
1: years after,
0: yeah. Oh, okay. So that long. Um, he had done. No, free- no.
1: Do you know what? Signs of the Lambs was at 91 or 93. I think it was 91.
0: Mm, 91. I, I would say either 91 or 92, somewhere in there. Yeah. Not 93. Um, he had also done Free Jack. He is kind of starting to do some, aside from his that Howard's is- End and his fucking <laughs> uh, Merchant Ivory bullshit, he was starting to do some pretty, you know, for the paycheck crap. He did Free Jack.
1: Yeah, he's excelled in that in the last 15 years. Who can blame
0: him? I would take that paycheck. Hell, I'll do whatever. Stand me up in front of a fucking green screen and do whatever you want. Him and
1: Al Pacino both have excelled in the, oh, this will just give me a couple of million. Yeah, Yeah, I'll do it. Who
0: cares? I'll just (laughs) yell every line, and it's fine, and it doesn't matter. Yeah. My my reputation's got nothing to worry about. I was in Godfather (laughs) 3, you know, exactly. So... He's a mustache twirler, like uh, Elliot Carver. Is that his name? Carver? Elliot, yeah, Elliot Carver. Uh, twirling the mustache. I mean, he couldn't be more cheesy of a baddie than just like, mm, you know, like the...
1: Yeah, and, and, and do you know what? He, he might even, as well
0: tie a woman to a train track and wear a top hat and have a curly mustache. That's <laughs> it's how bad it is.
1: And for me, it was the very first Bond movie that... The very first time the set looked tacky Mm. it looked tacky there's there's bits in the denouement the climax towards the end where it actually looks tacky it looks like all of a sudden we're watching body chemistry with shannon tweed like it, it just like it looks poorly done uh, and this is a Bond movie with hundreds of millions exactly. of dollars of budget and it just looks bad. It, it, it's just unforgivable, really, I think.
0: I gotta now it's fascinated to watch body chemistry of Shannon Tweed. <laughs> I, I like I like, like that's terrible. Like I think it's pretty good. So that was my that was my number one. Did I, get, did I go any farther? Did we did we finish our list? Let's see here.
1: Yeah, it's your number one and my number one. That's it.
0: No, was your? Did you have a number one besides? So that was our number one. We both hate. No, 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 no,
1: no. Tomorrow never dies was my number two. Mm -hmm. But tomorrow never dies is your number one, isn't it?
0: Yes. No, no. So we've
1: actually exhausted a five-minute line of conversation. Die.
0: What's your number one? Die another day.
1: My number one is die another day. Yeah, Yeah, and I held back on slagging it off mm-hmm. uh, earlier on when it was your number three or four sure because i knew it was my number one and i think without a shadow of a doubt pretty much every critic in the world oh like most by you apparently would agree that die another day is the worst it's one movie no one made. it's
0: it's it's no one's favorite it's really the worst yeah the worst of the worst it's I mean, awful
1: it's absolutely awful
0: it was such a spectacle of shit i had to watch it again the invisible car Oh, yeah, the, awful, and, awful! And that that whole CGI sequence uh, where he's windsurfing and there's an avalanche behind him—you're just like, I, I gotta see that. Ter- I gotta like experience that pain <laughs> again. I gotta understand like why I hate this movie. It it it's is so it is so
1: bad. It's so bad. It is
0: like watching a car wreck.
1: Yeah, everything about it. I mean, Lee Tamahori was the wrong kind of director, obviously. I guess, but I don't think he was that, that kind of director. Of I don't spider. think he, he. I don't think he directed ever.
0: a Die Another Day before Die Another Day. He's the guy that was behind. We were soldiers, or we were warriors. We were warriors, warriors. I think it yeah, was.
1: Yeah, it's got yeah.
0: Boba. It's, that's the that's the movie that has got Boba Fett in it. The the, the Tonga, <laughs> right? <laughs> Tonga. I mean, he was
1: he was yeah. thrown into the fire for this one. I he? don't
0: know. Yeah, and I don't know if he really directed. Did he direct that kind of stuff beforehand, or I don't know. Does he direct? Is he allowed to direct anymore? They're like, oh, sorry.
1: No, he's he's now been banned
0: from. You t- fucked up big time. It's like well, I was under <laughs> orders, and it's like, yep. Well, that's. I just, think I
1: think universally. Just, just like the Nazis, people...
0: just like the Nazis, you're just taking orders from Barbara oh, yeah, Broccoli, yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. Barbara Broccoli, and, and and Michael Wilson. Sure, <laughs> Michael it's their Wilson, fault.
1: Michael she... Wilson told me to to do it this way. Honest, please. please. He wanted
0: the invisible car. He insisted on it. And like, no, we're blaming you. <laughs> no,
1: what was? It was written by Neil Purvis, uh, uh, and Robert, uh, Robert Purvis and
0: Wade, who write.
1: That's it. And, and they wrote Johnny English. I mean, this is the caliber of the screenplay writers. They get people in who are writing Johnny English to yeah. write a Bond movie. Did now, you, I hope I hope a we're understanding. Bond that's
0: a, a kid bad kid thing, right? Johnny English, right? That's a bad thing, right?
1: Yeah, that's a really bad thing because it's uh, a it's uh, a bad
0: Bond spoof. Johnny English, which I've never seen. I I know it exists. I know.
1: Um, it's not good it's Rowan Atkinson who is great but Johnny English is is not good but why would you why would you for a serious Bond movie then I don't actually did they write did Johnny English come out after Dying Another Day or was it before that would be the key the first
0: one I think there's two there's two at least two Johnny Englishes, and I think the first one was before right
1: I think so but these are the, the, the basically all you need to know is the screenplay writers for Die Another Day, either before or after, they wrote a piss take movie of Bond. So, right i i don't know you don't want to be too serious about things but like this is the yeah these are the guys that are writing it and then they're they're taking the piss out of it with their next movie you know or or or, you know
0: they know scene structure and how to hand in something on time that 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 seems like (laughs) we know where to have the we know where the main changes happen in the um the arc of a screenplay—that's all they know. Because, because at the time, who who is the guy, the Scientologist that wrote for some of those movies too? There's like the other guy, um, Scientologist. Yeah, there's a guy who's a Scientologist. He's the guy that wrote for. Um, fuck, I don't have my computer in front of me, but yeah, they they had a guy. He 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 literally was a Scientologist and realized Scientology is not for me. The um, as you do, <laughs> as <laughs> as you should. <laughs> Maybe not as you do. as you
1: should. <laughs>
0: not always as you do. But uh yeah, um, I can't remember his name. Um, but he was yeah, they're Scientologists for for a while writing for some of them. So Purpose and Wade, always thrown out there because I think they're the ones that they didn't want. Remember when Danny Boyle was gonna make the next Bond movie?
1: Yeah, he left because of creative differences. He
0: but... had his train spotting guy. Writing for him, and I think they wanted Purvis and Way, and they said no, we want to go with someone else. And they got the Corey Fujimoto. Corey, Corey
1: Fakunuga. So I'm, I'm, I'm of, I'm of two minds with Corey Fakunuga Oh yeah. The first
0: series, True Detective
1: is incredible. Mm-hmm. But then he, but then he mm-hmm. made Disney's approach to Stephen King with It, which is okay. I think It is a really bad movie.
0: So I'm. I've I, never I, seen it, I'm, but I've seen what he did. He did the uh mini series maniac which i loved did you see that on netflix no
1: i've only seen first series true detective uh, but he did al- he, he, he's the
0: producer on alienist have you ever seen that show no no i haven't okay
1: well alienist is that as a a, a spin off of alien or
0: <laughs> it, it's not <laughs> it's nothing to do with alienist is uh, well it's on hbo max so
1: okay so. Well, HBO, HBO tends to be a good uh, uh for... It's on
0: HBO Max, which the, HBO Max has so many other shows, and I think it was on, like, TNT. So it's on HBO Max because it was on a real network. Now HBO Max has sucked everyone up. You know what I mean? So,
1: Right, right. So, bowls, I have... How about this? The Radio Times, which is a, a very esteemed uh tv magazine mm. in uh in britain has done a, a 20 question quiz on bond okay uh uh and um how about we uh we we do this sure as a conclusion to our top five so i how about we like a like a top of the pops thing i'll go i'll for all seven listeners okay. i'll i'll go through my uh, my Se- top 7
0: box. 17 listeners 17 <laughs> listeners
1: so my fifth was view to a kill my fourth was diamonds of forever my third was for your eyes only my second was tomorrow never dies and my first was dying another day sure and yours was
0: oh shit i, I certainly would i start with spy love me <laughs> busted <laughs> spy love me number 5 Skyfall number four, Die Another Day number three, Octopussy number two, debating with number one because I'm not crazy about Octopussy so much. Number one, uh, Tomorrow Never Dies, really my least favorite because I really don't ever watch that twice. So, so uh,
1: we're we're in agreement with two, which is which is not bad, not nah, bad. You know,
0: considering that we're ten years. Bond
1: fans ap- are. There, fans tend to be in complete disagreement most of the time.
0: Sometimes, but we're 10 years apart. It seems like we're generationally uh, separated, always.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: I, I will always be ahead of you, and you always be behind me.
1: Literally behind you. Watch out. <laughs> <laughs> um, so do you want to... So I, I'm i going to be honest with you. I, I did this quiz. Mm-hmm. I did not get anywhere near 100%. Okay. I think... Uh-huh. I got about two-thirds right. So let's say I got roughly 66% right. So if you want, I'll ask the questions. You give the answers.
0: Please, please do. I don't want to look anything up. Yeah, go ahead.
1: <laughs> All right. So question number one. Which director helmed the most James Bond films?
0: Whew, I would have to say... God, I gotta count up. I do my. I gotta show my math. Yeah,
1: no, I, I counted out my fingers too. You can do that. It's allowed.
0: <laughs> Is it a tie? No, no it's, it's close. Not. No, it's John it's Glenn. It's John Glenn.
1: Correct. Well done. Mark that down. One, yeah. you got that one right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for a bonus question, name all five.
0: All five of his movies. Yeah. Uh, Free your eyes only. Octopussy. A view to a kill. Living Daylights, License to Kill,
1: very good. So you're now on two for one,
0: and half of um, uh, and half of Moonraker because you did the opening sequence. But okay, go ahead. Uh,
1: yeah, but a second unit. So yeah, you know.
0: second unit. Fuck him. <laughs> Fucking piece of shit.
1: Uh, just as an aside, who do you know who comes second?
0: Well, Guy Hamilton.
1: Very good. Very good. Very good. Yes, indeed. Yeah, yeah. All right. So question two. What was the first Bond film not to take its title from an Ian Fleming novel or short story?
0: Why would I not know that? <laughs> License to Kill. Because
1: yeah. I thought you were a Bond aficionado.
0: Well, it's like and that's what I'm saying. I'm a bon- It's License to Kill.
1: Fuck. Very good. Yes, it, oh, it yeah, is yeah. License to Kill. So you're on. Th- you're, you're on three at the no, moment. Easily. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. I knew that. I mean, uh, I, I, I knew this in real time. I knew that when Lights Tickle came out, you know, like I was already on board with that. Like as a fucking sixteen-year-old kid, knowing as sixteen-year-old kid, I already knew that. Go ahead.
1: All right. Well, you're doing incredibly well. And this one we've already talked about, so sure. you should get this Let's one. See what happens. Which actor portrayed both Henderson and You Only Live Twice, and Blofeld in Diamonds Are Forever?
0: Uh, we talked about him already yeah, just I, I, mean, Charles, I love like that anyone would know his name is Henderson in the only of twice it's not a thing <laughs> oh you mean the guy from the guy the Blofeld from Demons of Forever that was also that one guy that's in the only of twice for two seconds <laughs> this is pal oh yeah that's a hardy yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean really the guy is mainly known for uh, put your hand on your hips in um, Rocky Horror Picture Show Really, that—that's far more spanning than the Bond stuff he's done is in *Rocky <laughs> Horror*.
1: Far more impactful, yeah.
0: It is. Go uh,
1: but we will need a name.
0: Charles Gray.
1: Very good, sir. Not, Very good. You are on a hundred percent. Charles
0: far. Maroon or Charles Moav. It's Charles <laughs> Gray. Yes.
1: All right, this one this one is hard. This is the first one I got wrong. Although mm-hmm. in hindsight I kicked myself. Yeah, wait 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 really wait wrong. till
0: you ask me and we'll see if it's hard.
1: <laughs> so number 4, what is the first car that we see James Bond drive on screen in Dr. No?
0: Hmm. See him drive on screen. I guess it would be a uh... shit. Is it a Thunderbird? Is it? No? All right. So anything, think. Dr. No. <laughs> I'll give you another chance.
1: So my my instinct was Aston Martin, which was wrong. Really? You and thought that
0: in Dr. No? Yeah. Well, you deserved
1: it. I wrong. know. I know. Stupid. Stupid. Uh, and then I well, saw it's the not, answer it's not, it's and not I a, realized. It's not a
0: Bentley. In Dr. No, um, it's not a Thunderbird?
1: No, it's not. No.
0: Okay, well, I'm a failure. What, what is it?
1: It's a Sunbeam Alpine.
0: <sighs> God, when does he drive that? <laughs> a Sunbeam Alpine? I only jerked off to that car three times last week. I should have known that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Dang. It's a
1: very nice car, but yeah. I'm sure it is. Uh, sunbeam Alpine. Hey, you, you'll get this. So number five, I got wrong too, but I had an excuse because it was a reference to an American thing. So I assume no excuses here. Yeah, yeah. No excuses. Number five, who played Jimmy Bond, an American version of 007, in a US TV version of Casino Royale in 54?
0: okay. It's funny because I initially was going to say Woody Allen because I thought Jimmy Bond is the name of Woody Allen in the Casino Royale Um. Charles K Feldman movie but um you were talking about Barry Nelson.
1: Very good sir, very good. You've only got one wrong thus far. No, uh number 6. Sunbeam. This thoughts. one this one I also got wrong. Okay. I guess... well you you'll, you'll see. You're Christopher Lee. Christopher Lee played Bond villain sure. Mr. Scaramanga.
0: <laughs> Scaramanga. In The
1: Man with the Golden Gun as Nick Nack says, Mr. Scaramanga. Mr. Yeah. Scaramanga. And a very sad aside. Nick uh, Nick uh, Tabasco.
0: is uh, uh, the first line of that
1: movie. Ville, nerve, nerve, uh, Herve Vilnes, or whatever he was called. He killed himself, sadly. Harvey
0: but, um, Harvey Villachez.
1: That's Ooh. it. Hervey Herve Vilnes. Every American
0: knows that guy's name by heart. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, really? How so?
0: Uh, we think about him every day.
1: Oh, okay. That's nice. That's nice. Uh, but what relation is Christopher Lee... To Ian Fleming.
0: I don't know which de- denomination, but he is a cousin to Christopher. Uh, he's a cousin to Ian Fleming. He's he's Ian Fleming's Very cousin. Very
1: good. I thought he was a nephew. No. Nope. He he's a My cousin. My God, you're doing much better than me so far. Well
0: I'm, done. So you've I'm, 100 got one wrong so I'm 100 years older than you. I'm 100 years older than you. Go ahead. Go I
1: know. Ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The 10 years seniority, obviously, showing here. Uh, uh, interesting, because I've already fuck me. I've already told you the answer to this. <laughs>
0: sure. Well, <here laughs> Number go. seven,
1: which double O agent is murdered early on in Octopussy?
0: <laughs> you said a couple numbers. I, I want to say it's double O eight. Is that wrong? Is that your
1: final answer?
0: It is. It must be wrong. No.
1: Oh, it's 009. <laughs> yeah. i said that earlier. not double oh nine so you've got two wrong remember that got yeah
0: two hardly
1: okay this one is always a great standby pub quiz one sure. no matter where you are really whatever pub or <laughs> quiz trivia thing you're in this one's a good one number eight what does the acronym specter stand for
0: oh i know this because i um when i bought my ticket for specter i said it out loud it's uh Are you joking? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. I yeah. like I'm an asshole I am an asshole. Et- the
1: thing. Was like, oh gosh, yes, I'm here to see and then special
0: <laughs> executive. Um fuck, I'm a little drunk right now. Special executive shit. Um it...
1: Do you wanna write it down? It might help if you write it down S P E C T
0: E R E. Special executive well, terrorism and extortion is the end of it. But I am I, more special executive. Come on, try again. You're almost there. You're almost there. I want to look it up. Um, but the, the podcast is going on so long, I, I only got a two hour limit. Let's see here. Um, oh, shit. Sure. <laughs> special, yeah, you know, special, it, because SP is part of it. Special executive. Terrorism. Revenge and extortion. The the CX I'll can't give it, it
1: to you yeah, a special executive for counterintelligence. Counterintelligence. Oh god. Asked <laughs> asked ask for that.
0: I go, I'd like to I like a ticket for special e- executive counterintelligence. And you said
1: that and she was like fucking yeah. no. All right, so here here's here
0: here's here, here's what I do every time I get a, a ticket for a Bond movie. I'm always like, I'd like to see i like a ticket for a Living Daylights part uh, nine. You know, like I always say I'm sorry, what is that? I I want I want a ticket to see Doctor No Part Twenty. I'm sorry, what is it? <laughs> I, I I want to see Goldeneye Part Four. Part I want to see Goldeneye Part Four. I like they they always like <laughs> we go through a thing and they're like, look, I know you know what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about any other fucking movie on your list. You only got four movies here. You know that Pierce Brosnan's in this fucking movie or whatever. And so I always say like, yeah, I want to see um, yeah, Living Daylights Part Seven. You know what what is that? <laughs>
1: Yeah, That's a good doctor like doctor no
0: part 18 what I don't understand and I go through the whole thing and I figure it out on the on the line I like think all right, so if it's gold goldfinger part whatever and I, I figure out the numbers and all that it's it's and again like people are with me like embarrassed when I'm with people they're embarrassed <laughs> I can't believe you did to that, that poor girl I like, would not
1: be embarrassed go I would fuck herself. stand by you as you uh, as you can, uh, she go, little, yeah, little she or. can go fuck herself come on yeah <laughs> So go on with the right, number t- number nine. Which Bond film has won the most Academy Awards?
0: Well, I don't know, and this might be a wrong one, but I would say Skyfall.
1: Correct. Five. Five fucking Oscars.
0: Dude, Five. What, what what other Bond film would win an Oscar? I mean that's I the was one just
1: about that... to say that has to be a modern one because there's no way for your eyes only would win. An oh <laughs> well, octopusy,
0: best picture ever made, whatever they did, you know.
1: <laughs> What is the shortest Bond film?
0: Uh, Quantum of Solace.
1: Correct.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Which? Oh, this one's easy. Which two Bond movies feature Robbie Coltrane as Valentin Tukowski?
0: Ugh. All right, for sure. Oh God, am I right? Um, t- Tomorrow Never Dies.
1: Nope.
0: Oh, it's gold. It's Goldeneye, and um, the World's not enough.
1: Correct, because there's the great bit in Goldeneye where Mini Driver is singing "Stand by Your Man," and he's saying, "Gina, put a cork in it," because he's doing this weird Scottish-Russian KGB agent. <laughs> uh, that's, that's number that's, twelve. That's
0: no one's favorite part in a Bond film, but go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I
1: I, I like it. I got a friend that loves it. Always mm. quotes uh, Mini Driver. <laughs> in Golden, whole, what was whole, the first the Bond era. title song to reach number? This one is bullshit. Okay. What was the first Bond title song to reach number one in the UK's official single charts?
0: Jesus Christ, because a lot of them are hits. So you're looking at. Um, you would think it could be never. Nobody does it better. I, I, I assume is it is it A View to a Kill?
1: No, I, I think it's bullshit because it's a very modern one.
0: No. Well, for a modern one, it might be Skyfall. Then that stupid fucking song.
1: Who's that? Who's that dickhead guy? What's he called? Uh, it's uh, it's Sam Smith. from Oh, Spectre. that stupid fucking song. The fucking yeah. reason to hate that it's movie, shit, isn't it? And it's shit. Yeah, I know. Did they just like
0: like just hand that out? Like, ah, oh, you know what? We just decided you're number one. We're not gonna listen to the song. We're not gonna bother qua- quantifying it with. Oh my god, that song's terrible.
1: I know. That's depressing. It's an awful song, exactly. Um, It's a trick uh, question. uh, This this one is really hard. Seeing as this one was my worst Bond movie and this was your
0: third worst Bond
1: movie, what is the name of Madonna's character in Dying on a Day? Madonna's character in Dying on a Day. I I
0: assume the character's name was uh, Madonna. (laughs) That's why I said when I saw her out loud. It's Madonna! (laughs) I don't know. Do you know this? Apparently, and
1: again, I didn't know this. Verity. Verity. Fuck that. Well, no, no, there you go. Uh, this one is hard. This one is hard. Who is the first character killed in a James Bond movie?
0: Strongways. Drink Strongways. Very,
1: very good. And as a bonus, <laughs> bonus, bonus point, Yeah. who plays Strongways? No. That guy? Uh, d-
0: d- <laughs> d- Jesus Christ. The minutiae of fucking... Non, essential <laughs> actors in the world of fucking cinema is this guy who gets shot in a in in three seconds into a movie. He basically yeah. reacts to a bullet hitting his back, and that's like, oh yeah, that actor is blah, blah blah blah. No one ever says it.
1: All right, so for the sake of posterity.
0: I'd, 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 I don't know the name out there for, the, for the royalties
1: I'd, Timothy Moxon
0: that oh yeah <laughs> Timothy Moxon he was in that movie that I never saw what, what <laughs> he was in the other movie I really loved none of them he's never in anything uh,
1: uh, oh shit and number 15 is very similar to what we were talking about good John Joe Don Baker Yes, who later played CIA agent Jack Wade in GoldenEye sure. and Tomorrow Never Dies, played which villainous character in Wh- The Living Daylights?
0: I said it during our podcast. It's Whitaker.
1: Very good. Yeah, Whitaker. Brad Whitaker. Number 16. He, he, he he,
0: to he, he's a patron of the arts. He is, he is a patron, a of, patron of the, patron arts. Of the that's, arts. That's why Kara uh, <laughs> Malovi is like, he's a patron of the arts. I was like, yeah, he's a fucking
1: piece of shit. He is a big piece of shit, Felix Leiter is maimed by a shark in *License to Kill*, but in which Ian Fleming novel does this sequence actually appear?
0: *Live and Let Die*. Now, this
1: one, Live this one, you die. get if you actually think about it. What did you say?
0: *Live and Let Die*.
1: Very good. It's very good. Yes, I didn't yeah, yeah, even yeah. have to. No, no, like, no. I, 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 already, I, I already knew it. I already knew
0: it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've read *Live and Let Die*. Yeah, yeah.
1: Oh, you've actually read the novel.
0: I have. I have, yeah, Mm -hmm. but that's one that's like J. W.
1: Pepper isn't in it, sadly.
0: (laughs) That's a huge absence. Uh, You know, (laughs) go through them all. Which one is J. W. Pepper in? Oh, none of them. You piece of shit. That's a dumb thing.
1: Mm. Goddamn, bitch. Fucking stupid. (laughs) Uh, Number seventeen. What is revealed to be Blofeld's birth name, Inspector?
0: Oof. way they say it throughout the whole movie and at the end he says ah i'm just gonna go by my mom's maiden name I'm Like, yeah. i mean if
1: you think that you know who plays him and you know his where he's from might give you a clue but
0: it doesn't i haven't seen specter in a while mm, i'm gonna the
1: most underwhelming for me the most underwhelming of daniel craig's actually but
0: Eh, you know scott's moments i i <laughs> i like the i like the explosion scene at the end that was done in real time it was really good
1: i like the explosions
0: <laughs> i like the explosion and that's the it's really good acting in the explosion um i, I, I don't know he, he does say it's uh it's strangways what, what did i say before it's strangways um it's, yeah,
1: Timothy Markston. Is really... I don't, they, they say his, I... name, his name is
0: mostly the name until the end when they say, I am Blofeld. Like, yeah, we already knew that, you dumb motherfucker. We knew your name was Blofeld. What was it?
1: Franz Oberhauser. Shit,
0: I'm the, He's the author of all my pain.
1: He... <laughs> <laughs> he is indeed. This one is a really good one to know because i i couldn't i couldn't remember this one this is a really good one if you get it i'll be very impressed who is the only bond actor i suppose you have a one in five chance <laughs> who is the only bond actor to drop to one knee during their opening gun barrel sequence
0: that is an easy one. Oh. It's George Lezenby, he does it. He's the only Very one that good. does it. Yeah,
1: I, I didn't get that one. Dude, they I all do it.
0: Twenty. It. First off, it's not even Bond in the first two. It's uh, it's the stunt double that does it in the first couple with trunk. Well, yeah. <laughs> who's that? Who's that? Who's that person's name? Uh,
1: the stunt double. Yes. Oh Jesus.
0: <laughs> it's funny. I say it. I'm like, I can't. I can't remember it right off. But I'll remember. Gary
1: it later. Smith. <laughs>
0: it's not Gary Smith. He's somebody else. Gary Smith, somebody else. But go ahead. Go, Luke go ahead.
1: Bellis. Um, how many actors have played M in the official James Bond film
0: series? Well i spoon we mean actresses as well as actors so we'll <laughs> yes indeed um so we got uh blah and we're only we're not counting never say never again so we got um
1: we're not counting never say never again because it's not an official united artists
0: release real movie let's see here um <laughs> uh really we only got four correct yeah. name them uh uh, lame Judy Dench, um, <laughs>
1: correct. Oh, the here uh, she's just listed as Judy Dench, not lame Judy Dench.
0: D- I, I, I <laughs> good. Um, we got uh, Bernard Lee, Robert Brown, and then um, very good. What is the new guy's name? Uh, you know, he's he's. Uh, I want to say Come on, he's... he's
1: the baddie in Schindler's List. Come on,
0: <laughs> isn't he Darkman? Is he Darkman? No. um...
1: No, I don't think so.
0: Mm. I I just saw him talking about something. I can't wait to do 100... The guy that
1: pronounces his first name in a really posh English way. You wouldn't think it was pronounced this way from reading it.
0: Well, I I know who he is. It doesn't matter if I'm not wrong. Ray Fiennes. Ray Fiennes. (laughs)
1: Although really it's Ralph finds. Oh, uh, it
0: looks like Ralph finds, but it's Ray finds. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, he's posh in it. He doesn't know how to uh, And so it final
1: on question. Okay, good. What was good. the original planned title for License to Kill?
0: Well, for a while it was called License Revoked, but American audiences are too stupid to understand what that meant for some reason, so they called it license uh, to kill
1: correct in every single way yes it was supposed to be license revoked but when when they realized that americans associated that with driver's licenses (laughs) they changed it to license to kill they thought he wasn't able (laughs) to drive
0: anymore and it's okay for him to shoot people (laughs) Uh, he could shoot people but he just can't drive a car while doing it that's too 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 complicated for us american audiences
1: Exactly. So uh, bowls. I would say you've got more than me there. you right. got about 75 to 80%. I got about 65 to 70. So
0: Well, well I'm 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 older and I know more, you know. That's true.
1: That is true. <laughs> I'll tell you about a girl I know she's really outside. Always knows just what to do.
0: All right, boys and girls, that's all the time we have for today. Thank you. And of course, don't forget to keep those cards and letters coming, which they never do. Give me a right. give Give me a give me a. uh, give me a post or give me a shout out we're at the, uh, you know the fucking drill fuck this this is the end of the show enjoy yourselves go fuck yourselves bye bye <laughs>